0: to discuss the sweeping gains made by anti-EU parties in the European elections. Here, UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets and has been recalling the helicopter crash when he was standing in the Buckingham constituency.
1: It's just over four years ago that I crawled out of the wreckage of that, of that aeroplane wondering whether I had much time left to live. And here I am today uh, leading a party that has won a national election. So, if any of you think... You've seen the high water mark of UKIP. You ain't seen nothing yet. Thank you.
0: Junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. Trainees were withdrawn last July after concerns were raised about a lack of supervision by senior staff. The hospital say the conditional arrangements will be reviewed at regular intervals. Police are continuing to hunt a prisoner who walked out of an open jail in Buckinghamshire on Sunday evening. 36-year-old Wayne MacLeod absconded from Springhill Prison in Grendon-Underwood sometime between 5.15 and 8.00. 8, 15. Thames Valley Police believe he may be in the Reading area. A retirement home in Bedford has come up with a fresh way of helping residents with dementia backed by government funding of £140,000. Communal areas at Dame Alice Court have been transformed into themed areas and the hairdressers has a 1950s look to help residents remind them of their past. Vivian Cornelius is the manager.
2: These improvements will hopefully have areas that they will bring back their memory. And it's also about isolation, that people don't feel lost. So um, having all these themed areas and these different rooms with different activities going on will hopefully improve that.
0: In sports, Southampton boss Maurizio Pochettino is in advanced talks with Tottenham to become their new manager. And Andy Murray starts his French Open campaign today against Andre Golubev of Kazakhstan. The weather cloudy with showers or longer spells of rain, which will be heavy at times. A maximum temperature 15 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk/slash-three-counties.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
4: I think it's a great place to live, personally. It's got a lot of things for people growing up.
3: And all this week, we're featuring
5: Dunstable. Best part of Dunstable, Priory Church. It's just full of
6: history, and I love
4: it. Dunstable
5: Downs, a bit that attracted us to come
3: here. It's all about where you live.
5: It's a lovely town, it's got a great history. The
3: big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio. There's no more fanny.
6: Well, well, we're back in the box where we started. If you missed yesterday's shows, I think all of you did, because um, no one called in. But when I say missed, you didn't actually miss anything. What are you do, What?
7: Oh, I don't know about that. Well, we... I was
6: pretty good. What? It was, it was, even by your standards, Catherine, it was very, very poor.
7: Very poor, but I do think that the listeners have some responsibility for that. Oh, they have
6: complete responsibility. Yes, definitely.
7: Did you give out the number? Yep. Oh. We said call me now as well. Oh, did you? But they never.
6: Well, we gave well, out... Oh. I think some of those topics were gold. Yep. I think we should put them out again.
7: No, I which, never want to speak of them again.
6: Which? What's your favourite foreign act? Yep. And which celebrity would you like to adopt as a baby? I went for Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I Money wanted
7: Gene-, I Gene Wilder, but then you put me off him. Yeah. I'll have Ronnie Corbett.
6: Isn't it funny she mentions Ronnie Corbett? I can do an excellent Ronnie Corbett impression. No, oh, you okay. I, I was talking to the producer yesterday. the oh other Oh, my day. God, when did he
8: walk
6: in? Ladies it. and gentlemen, I thank you. I thank you. Lots coming up on the show, including... Child Arrests Down, Dementia Care Up... And junior doctors back in after being out. Non compass based directions, guys. Give it me. 08459 oh, 459 double, 455 555. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, I did ask the team to find a better song. They haven't. Instead, they're busy turning on Good Morning, This Is Britain, so I'm afraid you have to listen to this. In Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio, 08459 455 555 is the phone number. Now, we're always hearing how kids today have got fewer boundaries, and if you believe what you read in some of the papers, they're cheekier, more aggressive, more lawless, more naughty, more disrespectful, and just, you know, more unpleasant generally. Well, one charity would like to burst that bubble for you. According to the uh, Howard League for Penal Reform police are arresting significantly fewer children across the three counties than they were five years ago. Catherine Boyle has been looking into this. What do the figures tell us, Kath?
7: Right, well, if the Howard League's got its sums right these numbers are down dramatically from child uh, arrest levels five years ago. In Hertfordshire arrests, we're looking at a drop of 67% with just over 5,000 children arrested in 2008 compared to just under 2,000 in 2013. It's a similar story in Bedfordshire. Arrests down by 57%. And in the Thames Valley, which is potentially more telling given the much wider area it covers because it covers Buckinghamshire, Berkshire and Oxfordshire. Child arrests have fallen by 69% over that five-year period. Gosh,
6: what's the reduction being put down to?
7: The Howard League is taking a bit of credit for this, to be fair. The charity says it's been working with police to review arrest procedures and get officers to use more discretion. The idea being to keep as many children as possible out of the criminal justice system, something these figures suggest is now happening. The challenge, according to the Howard League now, is to make sure those
6: numbers don't creep back up again. Howard League is talking about child arrests. What, what, what age does that mean these
8: days? Well,
7: the age of criminal responsibility in England and Wales is 10, so we're talking about children aged from 10 to 17, because at 18 you're legally an adult. If we break down the figures, over the last five years, 11 10-year-olds were arrested across the three police areas that cover our patch, and we know that in Bedfordshire almost 150 14-year-olds were arrested, again, over a five-year period. What the figures don't tell us is what crimes were committed and whether any children were charged.
6: So this is great, this means that the Less There's less crime, doesn't it? Uh, well, not
7: necessarily. Oh. The police and Howard League insist that it is the case, and actually it's a mixture of both, that there are fewer arrests because there's less crime. The Howard League believes that the best way to stop crime is to arrest fewer people in the first place, because the idea is that once a young person gets caught up in the system, their behaviour is more likely to spiral. The police tell us that despite what we might read in the papers, crime overall is going down, but of course what y- we read well, in the papers yes. is that their figures are skewed. The
6: police are telling us that. They've not been logging everything, cheeky little sausages. Well, we
7: can talk about that in more detail this morning when I say we you Thanks. you've got Francis Crook from the Howard League she's on just after 7 o'clock and then Hertfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner David Lloyd will be talking to you in the studio at 8
6: David Lloyd's coming he in he is he's not been in for a while no nope. I've not done my hair or anything Catherine thank you no you're welcome is that done
7: Uh yeah can I go
6: Um. yeah
7: feels weird doesn't it after Does, I sat here the whole time awkward, yesterday
6: yeah, I, well no it feels good oh it feels good. Kay. Catherine was in the studio for the whole show yesterday and it feels. Well, no, don't. If you're going to really
9: be. It felt right. It felt good to me, but it's fine.
6: No, it felt awkward. But don't go with a cob on. Have you got an attitude? What's her, what's her beef, Kels?
9: Um Where does the saying cob on come from? What does it that. mean?
6: Your mic's on, Catherine. I can't
9: believe that. Just used me for three hours yesterday and then
7: it's fine. Your hi. mic's on. Oh, hi.
6: Why is there an attitude? We had fun yesterday, but oh, no, that was it. It was it was a one-off.
7: Everything's fine. You
6: knew you knew the setup. It was a one-off, and oh. then we'd be back to our normal roles.
7: Right.
6: And I'd be doing this. Yep. And you'd be doing
7: whatever that? it is I do. What's her beef, girls? I think she
9: feels used.
6: Well, that's her problem. How um, do you think I feel? <laughs> Can she hear us?
9: Yeah, she's oh. very upset.
6: Nuts. The show was a stinker yesterday, and let's just say
7: I tried my best, but he kept talking.
6: No, who won? The, who won a Radio Academy Award? Don't call it a Sony. Us. No, who's... Na- okay, Us. whose name is on the award?
9: Ours. No, well, mine is a bit because I've got. Uh, it's Kelly.
6: That is the worst. Hmm. Who's your favourite foreign act? Oh, eight four five nine four double this. five. Can
9: I do mine?
6: Oh, go on. Kels has got a topic.
9: People who sing differently to how you think they're going to sing. Bee Gees, for example, Mm. look like lions. Sing like like mice. Neil Sedaka looks like a man, sings like a lady.
6: It does sing like a lady. Um,
9: Tracy Chapman. Bloke.
6: <laughs> Tracy Chapman is the most boring singer songwriter. I went out with a girl who had that album. You got a first car. It's a tune. <laughs> it's not a tune. It's not a tune. It's a dirge. Imagine trying to cop off with a girl who you know is up for it yeah. when she's playing that mood girls killer.
9: Are up for it, and then they play that. That, that whole. Really l- warms me up. <laughs> Sorry. Tell you what my mate used to swear by. Oh, God. Back in
7: the day. Yeah. The Dawson's Creek soundtrack.
6: <laughs> 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 yeah, if I'd have been listening to the Dawson's C- uh, Creek soundtrack to get um, girls hot, I'd have been copping off with children. <laughs> well,
7: we were much younger than you.
6: Thank you. F- well, steady on, you're 40 this year.
9: I am not. You're- I wait four five nine four 555.
6: How old is Kath this year? <laughs> Speaking of which, Kath doesn't like being called Kath. This is a genuine phone in now. We-
9: what mine's genuine.
6: Okay, but well you won't get any calls on it.
9: Oh eight, four, five nine, four double five, five. Double five. Kath doesn't
6: Kath doesn't like being called Kath. I know. And she's feel, like, really upset by it. I'm not, I'm
9: shocked. not. I would say I'm irked.
6: She's irked by I it. I thought
9: it was her name.
6: Well, it's Catherine, but Catherine is three syllables. That's just selfish. I'm am not too I'm, long. I don't like anyone enough to use three syllables. That's crazy. Life is too short, Even baby. Even
9: Madonna's pushing it. Yeah,
6: life is too short. So I've been toying with, with uh, the idea of calling you Kate. Kate.
7: She's cringing. That's what my dad calls me. You can't call me that. But that means it's your name. I means it's my secret private personal name. Oh. 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 <laughs> and if you know that you own my soul. So can we just leave it at Catherine or your majesty?
6: Oh flipping Catherine. it. What on earth should we call Kate? 08459 455555. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
3: BBC
4: Three Counties Radio. Well, a very good morning, and looking rather quiet so far this morning. We're not seeing any major problems or delays. Expecting some delays on the M1 at Luton Spur, between Junction 10A, the Kidneywood Roundabout, and Junction 10 at Luton Airport, as those major roadworks continue there. Also on the M25, narrow lanes between Junction 25 for Enfield and 27, the M11. Also a speed restriction to be aware of, of 50 miles per hour. So far, checking on the trains, and not seeing any reported problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three, Counties Radio.
6: Thank you very much, Nicola. It's uh, Tuesday, the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. David Cameron will join other EU leaders in Brussels today, where they will discuss the success of UKIP and other Eurosceptic parties in the European elections. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Inspect this.
3: Every weekday morning
5: from 9. Good morning, welcome to the JVS Show.
3: Your local stories.
5: Have you had to rebuild your life after being a victim of crime? Do you think it's inhumane to keep people in prison for life? Do you think that immigration needs to stop?
10: Your local life. Why do 70% of this country feel immigration is wrong?
11: We've actually got an open doors
12: policy.
10: I am just so angry listening to some of them people. What
12: the government are doing, they're starting to introduce an American type sentence in like 200 years in prison.
3: The JVS show. British people are not xenophobic. Weekday mornings from 9 on BBC Three Counties Radio.
11: Er liebte in der großen Stadt Es war in Wien, war Vienna, wo er alles tat Er hatte Schulden, den er Trank, Doch ihn liebten alle Frauen Und jede rief, na come man
13: rock me am Er war Superstar, er war populär Er war so exaltiert Because er hatte Flair Er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky Und alles
8: rief, na come man rock me am Du mit Haben ist
6: Appetit, Es war um Und es war irgendwie nur no Plastic Money in die Modelbanken gegen ihn Woher die Schulden kamen, war wohl jeder Mann bekannt Er war ein Mann der Frau und liebten seinen Punkten Er war ein Superstar, er war so populär, er war zu exaltiert, genau das war sein Fair, er war ein Virtuose, war ein Rocky Dol Und alles auf der Cap'n Rock Me abstract Oh man, you're you're missing gold while this record's going out. You're missing gold. So, first of all, Kelly thought uh, this song was called Amadez. Is he
8: saying Amadez?
6: No. Amadez. Ah, <laughs> uh, ah, uh, uh, Amadez. Mund. Two. Two. But it's what... The, then, then what did you think the song was about?
9: Um, is it about the nineteen eighty-four American period drama film?
6: <laughs> what Amadeus? Yep, no, so
9: you know what, that's a good is film. It, it, it's a
6: good film, isn't it? I love it. Is film. the
9: song about Armadeus, your technology partner, the world's leading supplier of IT solutions? No! Is it the Armadeus Digital No Property Fund No? No. Is it the multi-award winning venue caterers?
6: Just say the name again. Amadeus. Uh, yeah, fun times. Now that, 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 ladies and gentlemen, is how you... He's dead now. Amadeus? Uh, well, yeah, he's... Sorry? Dead. Pa- Paupers grave. Uh, Falco. Oh. Died in a car crash, I think. Oh. Morning. Sometimes the foreigners... Is he, is he German or Austrian? He's something, isn't he? Yeah. Let's say German. Sometimes... For the most... 99.9% of German music is absolutely awful.
7: What about 9 and 90
6: That's the point one That Do you remember Trio? Uh, Da 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 Yes Should we go German this morning? Let's let's go German
9: Let's play Kraftwerk
6: I don't really know I don't really know much Kraftwerk I know that they're quite They're a computer aren't they?
7: Don't they just set their demo on And leave? Because
6: Germans like punk The the Live 8 concert Remember the Live 8? Yes I I was
7: there I was at the back I was With with the rich people I was
6: with the rich people
9: Ending poverty Well
6: poverty's ended So it worked So it doesn't matter how we got there It's ended Sorry Kelly?
9: I was in the womb
6: Anyway, uh, so the British concert was great. Uh, Bono, Paul McCartney, the Hall. The German concert, it was. Well, I've got, it was Brian Wilson. Brian Wilson was playing in Germany, surrounded either side by awful German punk bands. It was whole, they love punk over there, guys. I'm talking to you two. Yeah. Oh,
7: sorry. They do, don't they? They do, though, don't they? The
6: Slipping heck! What is this?
9: Do you know what German song I love?
6: Am no, I-, I don't. Go on. Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber Alice. No, you
9: can't sing Tannenbaum. that anymore. Oh, you're isn't that, welcome.
6: Isn't that sweet? Now, time was, if an elderly relative was suffering with dementia, there's a quantum leap. Gone <laughs> from German pop songs to, and folk songs to talking about people with dementia. They'd be sent to a home where they'd be stuck in the TV room and allowed to go quietly dotty. Thankfully, things are changing. Let me give you a local example. At Dame Alice Court in Bedford, they found that people come alive when surrounded by everyday items and photos from their youth. And they've taken that a step further by turning round one of the communal areas into a 1950s hairdresser's. The thinking being that the tiniest memory can spark the mind back into action, almost like jump-starting a car. The project was funded by the government at a cost of £140,000. Well, we sent our reporter Tony Fisher along to meet the home's manager, Vivian
14: Cornelius, to see whether that money was well spent. So, Vivian, we're now in the hallway, the entranceway. Yes. There's a little record player playing there, old-style looking gramophone. (laughs) we come down here we go into what you call the west end area is that right
2: um themed the corridors um after consulting with our customers here so that they um areas of recognition and um themed areas so that they'll know where they live and there'll be uh, interest areas for them so it um, reduces isolation and it will help with activities and rather than having long corridors with nothing there, they've got things to look at and see. So this is the um, music theatre and cinema area. As you can see, we've got a TV screen here and it's got films rolling during the day and they can change it. And it looks
14: life. like an old-style cinema, yes, doesn't it, with the curtains nice. either side. And then on the side there you've got pictures of all the old movies. It's a Wonderful Life, Citizen Kane... Mm.
2: Yeah, the really idea—that's right. The idea is we've done a sort of t- timeline, so it will appeal to people through the ages. So the very older customers will r- remember, um, and hopefully right through to the sixties, seventies.
15: Mm. Hey, come on with that, book.
14: Okay, Vivian, we've walked into the—what do you call this? The radio area. The yeah, radio this room?
2: corridor is called Presley Lane, and it's all about music. And um, yeah, it's about um, bringing back memories of maybe times when they would go to musicals, shows listen to records more so again we've done a bit of timeline with different um, eras so that it will appeal to all people and bring back those memories that maybe have been forgotten over time
14: pictures 1940s 50s elvis presley doris day Beatles, rolling stones uh, cliff richard
2: yeah so there's a sort of something that will appeal to everybody and bring back those memories to everybody again this was a corridor that would have been quite plain and blank so this is about an area where they can stop now they can have a rest if it's too long talk down the corridor but it gives them something to think about and an area of interest.
14: We now walked into the lounge area which is looks looks like a pub doesn't it? You've got a pub set up, you've got a dartboard. Everything to remind them of, of
2: the days when they used to go to the pub. Yes, yes. Um, this previously was a lounge which didn't have much for use. Um, it was very plain and boring. Um, didn't get much interest in it. So we've tried to theme it again um, to make and to make it something that might be familiar to many mm. people. Old
14: style pictures, martini.
2: Yes, but it will be appealed to different generations, um, old or young. Um, and as I said, we've got things that are going on in here. So they actually can come and sit quietly or they can play darts um, and come and chat with their friends or relatives. So um, it's mm. is just about getting conversations going and bringing back those memories when they would have gone out with their family.
14: And how much difference does this all make to the, the people living here, do you think? Or is it a bit early to say? Because you've only just redone all this, haven't you?
2: That's correct. It is early. Already, though, there are signs that I'm um, speaking to the uh, manager here that there is a lot of interest and people are coming in here with their families. And, and talking about um, times gone by and what they used to do. So we're already seeing signs, but we will be monitoring that, and our care team here will be analysing and, and, and taking sort of data and um, to see how well it is working.
6: Well, that was Tony Fisher speaking to the home manager, Vivian Cornelius, there about that. Kelly Betts um, is rather excitable at the moment. It's like an excitable little puppy before it's uh, had its knackers lopped off to protect... Um, your leg, uh, Kelly. What is it you were saying?
9: Which part?
6: The the bit you were talking to me about when I was speaking.
9: Oh, your hair. Thanks. It's
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know what.
9: The way you've.
6: <laughs> the beef?
9: Do you remember Mr.
7: Majika?
6: I do. Excellent. Uh,
7: yes. Well, you've got magic powers, right? About now.
6: I've got. I've got. I've, yes. I'm, I might have. I'm not. I'm not. Can you just? <laughs> Well, Kelly's doing the thing where she's trying to start stifle a laugh by blowing up her cheeks to look like a fat woman.
8: Oh, I was going to say
9: something very bad. Okay, say well,
6: it. have you? No, don't say it because if you know, you can say it if you want. Have you noticed? I'm not rising to any of your bait this morning. I think you can. You could almost say that. I'm not rising to any of your bait this morning because I have reached a level of um, zen. Yeah. So I'm not bothered by anything that you say.
7: In other words, you need another coffee.
6: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, was, I was getting so much flack. Basically, I've had a transformative experience yesterday. Oh, really? From uh, those uh, vapists, e-cigarette users. Well, they, you
7: think they might have a point now?
6: They like to call themselves vapors. They're not their vapists, particularly because when you call them vapors, they get really upset. I've been getting so much abuse from vapists the last couple of days, and I found myself getting het up, getting angry, getting yeah, wound up, nice. getting really... Sorry?
8: How? tell us why how? Oh. it's why
6: how actually not how, how why so, we changed
7: it up it's a remix
6: anyway they were giving me so much abuse c-word this f-word this oh, w-word this k-word this p-word P word this r-word everything all of these words mm. i was getting angry i was getting upset i was feeling bitter mm. and then i um my boys took me we parked in a car park yeah to go swimming more on anon Yeah. And my boys took me on a shortcut from the car Mm. to the swimming pool.
8: Mm. It wasn't
6: a shortcut, it was a long cut. It involved weaving our way through cars. But it made me think, the world is okay, and these guys can't hurt me. Not the children, they can, they were jumping on my nuts. (laughs) The vapists cannot hurt me.
9: No, because their cigarettes don't burn.
6: I was reaching a point, what I'm trying to say is there are some things more important than... Vapists. uh, Sticks and stones.
9: There's things more important than sticks and stones. You
6: can't hurt me with your words. Me? Anyone.
9: Seriously, though, your hair.
6: Oh, for goodness sakes. so. you stop doing that? It's rude. Travel news for beds,
16: cards, and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 heading at southbound starting to look rather heavy on the speed sensors this morning between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and Junction 9 for Redbourne. Those major roadworks are taking place on the M1, so often causing delays there. The M25 do expect delays in both directions between Junction 25 for Enfield and Junction 27, the M11. Major roadworks continue there as well. So far, taking a look at the trains this morning and everything is running to time. No reported problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
16: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
4: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. David Cameron will join other EU leaders in Brussels today, where they will discuss the success of UKIP and other Eurosceptic parties in the European elections. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a success successful inspection three county sports
3: bbc three counties radio
0: Southampton boss Maurizio Pochettino is in advanced talks with Tottenham to become their new manager. Spurs have been looking for a new manager since sacking Tim Sherwood earlier this month. Pochettino took over at Southampton in January 2013. Fleetwood won the League Two playoff final, beating Burton 1 0 at Wembley. Three years after winning the League Two playoff final with Stevenage, former Borough skipper Mark Roberts captained the Lancashire side to promotion.
17: Unbelievable, look at them scenes there, the fans. You know, they've, they've come in numbers here today. I don't... We've not been to Wembley in 30 years. This club, you know, it keeps going from strength to strength. It's an incredible story and it's just not stopping yet. Some massive games next year. I mean... You know, we'll celebrate this moment, we'll enjoy this moment because we've worked so hard for it over the season since, you know, day one of pre-season. But, you know, League One, we're looking forward to it already.
0: And Wickham striker Stephen Craig has signed a new one-year contract. The 33-year-old joined Wanderers last summer. In tennis, there was a major shock at the French Open with the third seed and Australian Open champion Stan Wawrinka losing in four sets to Spain's Guillermo Garcia-Lopez. Andy Murray starts today against
17: André Golubev of Kazakhstan. It's a special place. You know, all of the, the, the slams are special in, in different ways. But, you know, I've always, always enjoyed coming here. I played, you know, the best play court tennis of my career has normally come uh, here at this event. And, yeah, I'm, I'm very, very excited to be back.
0: And Mercedes boss Nicky Lauder says he will talk to Lewis Hamilton before the next race in Canada to smooth over the tense situation in the team. The Hertfordshire driver accused teammate Nico Rosberg of deliberately going off the Monaco track to stop him challenging for pole in Saturday's qualifying session, with Rosberg then going on to win Sunday's race. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at 7. Call
3: 08459
0: 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Oh, this isn't German. What's going on? That's not German. Whoa,
7: whoa,
18: whoa.
6: Hang on a minute. We'll fix this. We can fix this bad boy I'll Fix this bad boy. Here we go. Soft start, isn't
18: it? Hast du etwas for für mich? Sing a ein Lied für dich von 99 Lufthans auf ihrem Weg zum Denkst du?
6: That means first class in German. Wow. And you say it to a German person, they go, was? Was is los? They don't know the... F- I was taught a dud phrase by my German teacher.
7: Wow. I only did a year of German. Franzi. I did German GCSE in a year. Only got a B. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I did German GCSE in two years. I got an E. <laughs> so I did it in a third year. Oh, soft bit, quite a bit. Whatever. I did it in a third year. I got a D. Oh. I
18: had
6: to sit with the class b- below me.
7: Were you actually in the class?
6: Yeah, well, technically.
7: Das ist nicht sehr gut.
6: Ja, das ist ist nicht gut. Nein.
7: Du hadst keine Idee.
6: Speaking of Germans, that's your cue. I haven't got anything about a German. Uh, Yes, you have, mate. Where? You've totally got a German story in the papers. What
7: about Kate Middleton? Thank you. She's not German.
6: No, well... Her husband
7: kind of is. exactly. Oh, right, OK, do it again. No. Do it again.
6: Speaking of Germans...
7: Oh, them royals.
6: No, but that's not the German part of the story. Oh,
7: they were the ones looking, were they?
6: Have you read the story that you want to no, do? No, no, I haven't right, seen I'll it. Right, I'll do you, your. I'll do you your tell story. Me, you're
7: the one that what spotted it?
6: Privacy route a Kate photograph. A German newspaper has a German newspaper has sparked a new royal privacy. What are you doing in it, Kelly? Taking a picture. Oh, for goodness' sake!s Thank There's you. a privacy route. I didn't give you permission to. Thank I want to sign your waiver. Can I see your waivers? A German newspaper has sparked a royal privacy row by publishing paparazzi shots of the Duchess of Cambridge's bottom. Oh. The newspaper article stated, Photos shot a favourite... Can you allow do the voice? Um, um. carefully. Photos yeah. shot... A favourite... I can't... It's a very angry accent, isn't it?
7: it yeah, it sounds cross.
6: Photo shower. Imagine this in German. Photo shower. Favourite Duchess Kate, 32, in the Australian Blue Mountains. The rotor blades of the Royal Helicopter swirl the air so that Kate's summer dress blew up, giving a clear view of her beautiful bum.
7: Oh. (laughs) And you know what? It's tidy.
6: It's very tidy. You
7: know, it could be far worse. Just
6: to say, uh, Catherine and I have Googled it.
7: Well, you googled it, and I looked over your shoulder.
6: If you want to see, type in "built," "dare built," uh, Duchess of Cambridge, B I L D is the thing, and you'll you'll see it. It'll and it's pop the up. sort
7: of thing that you know they weren't doing an up the, sh- the skirt no. shot, as many paps do.
6: <sighs> right place, right time. She's not listened to the, the Queen. Queen. What's the Queen's, Queen's advice?
7: Said, Put some weights in the hem of your dress. Did I've she never, do it? No, she didn't.
6: I have never seen the Queen's bum. No. Because she's got weights at the bottom of her dress. Precisely. Uh, Duchess of Cambridge, you, you, come on, love. You know, either do it or don't.
7: Or she could get some... She could do um, as the footballers do and maybe have some pants with a message on saying...
6: Up yours, Dolores.
7: Bog off pervs.
6: Yeah. And it, it, either way, either way, she's got nothing to or, worry about. Oh, God she's, save the Queen! God save the Queen! She's uh, she's uh, uh, tidy, as you say, very very tidy.
7: Exactly, but um, it's unfortunate. I bet she's horrified. But um, it, it was an accident waiting to happen.
6: What else have you got?
7: And um, there's pictures of Nigel Farage. He's always got a beer in his hand in the pictures in the papers these days. He must be so he?
6: drunk that man.
7: I well, I think that's what they're trying to put across. Bit too late now, isn't it? Is that it? too late to be putting the pictures in of him? You're looking, like, um, um, like a, a crackpot. You're
6: like the oral equivalent
19: of Matt, the cartoonist.
7: I know. I could draw it. I, it probably would be expressed better through the medium of penage.
19: Justin, morning, boss. What, what do you want? Well, I'm just here to, to kind of join the conversation and say, Kate,
6: fair oh. play. <laughs> Have you, did you see the picture?
19: Uh, no, but I'm desperate to see it now. I'll You've send you the it, link. Well, I'll, yes,
6: I'll, I'll send you the link. You had a story for us this morning, didn't you?
19: Yes. Um, almost nine out of ten. We'll get children. to that in a second. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
7: Child star Macaulay Culkin's band pelted with pints in Nottingham. Oh, dear.
6: Yeah. Apparently they were playing a gig in Manchester last night and he got uh, booed off during this kazoo solo.
7: Right, Okay. If you produce a kazoo, you're asking
6: for it, aren't you? They're called the Pizza Underground and they play uh, Velvet Underground songs but they change the lyrics to have pizzas in. Right. Uh, Flippin' it. It's funny,
7: maybe once when you've had a few with your friends behind closed doors.
6: Justin, you've got a story for us. Yeah, GCSE German. Sorry? I got a U. Did you really? I was very proud of that. Here we go. What exams did you get a U in? Can't help you there. (laughs) Oh wow! I think um, um, history A level, I think. Right. I really was struggled at A. A levels are so hard. Yeah. You've got a U, seriously. I've got three A's. What? A level. But you're And a B in general studies. But you're not as uh, only a B. You're not as clever as me. You're not as clever as me.
19: I'm going to make a bold statement right now. Please do, just. Okay. The people who are the cleverest, who get the uh, A's and A stars, no common sense. Fact. That, my friend... Is very,
6: very true. Do you think mm.
7: I'm flighty and whimsical?
6: Catherine, okay. Uh, Catherine uh, had seen me walk ahead in front of her and turn the corner, okay, yeah. this morning. She came through a door going, I know he's there. He's going to jump out and try and scare me. Yep. I jumped out and I scared her. <laughs> She's exactly. got coffee everywhere.
7: <laughs> That's because my mind goes into overdrive. I have an excellent imagination and I, I already did the frightening for myself.
6: Boozy students tried to barbecue a badger at a university campus, it was claimed yesterday. What? Why would you want to eat that? It's got TB and rabies and, and probably it's a other protected things. protected species, Witnesses said the group attempted to cook the dead animal, then flung the charred carcass at the window of an accommodation block. Students get up to far they worse do than stupid that. Stuff. See, they get up to far worse than that. Haven't we seen what's the, the, you know what's happening in America recently? Blimey. Justin, you got a story for us?
19: Yes, um Kajagoo.
6: We'll, uh-
7: <laughs> <laughs> oh he knows how to get you, doesn't he? Every time.
6: Listen, you know that big model of Jesus Christ in Rio?
7: Yeah, I'm aware of it, yeah.
6: Did big. you know you could climb up inside it and pop your head out of his shoulder? Why Because that's what this guy's done. (gasps) I didn't know that. Are you allowed to do that? Well, I don't know. Is there
7: some sort of maintenance shaft?
6: The sun gets Christ the Redeemer to bless England. Our man scales two and a half thousand foot high landmark to get World Cup boost. So basically, he's climbed up and um, Jesus, that means we're going to win the World Cup. Mm. But I didn't know you could climb up inside. He's got his head out of the shoulder. Oh, I'd love to. That's on the bucket list. Which is a very trendy phrase at the moment. to stick your
7: head out of there. That would yeah. make me feel sick.
6: I want to stick my head out of Christ's shoulder.
7: You've been up the Eiffel. Have you been up the Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. I was disappointed with how small it was. Oh,
6: it's tiny, the Statue of Liberty. Shame, isn't it? Uh, yeah. It's not
7: like in Ghostbusters too.
6: No, not at all. Hey, Justin. Yes. Yesterday, mm. I drank so much urine. What? What? And touched so many bare naked bodies.
19: Yes. It was a really uh, memorable bank holiday Monday. How are you still here? Well, it's bad for you. No. I've seen some of these drunk programs at weekends. No, nope. n- I was stone cold. sober. I went swimming. <laughs> sorry
6: we've all been there I went swimming right my wife said oh the boys want to go swimming that's the
7: problem everyone had been yeah.
6: <laughs> it was a bank holiday right the pool was so busy there was a queue to get in and the fella said yeah sorry we're only letting people in when other people come out it, they one in one out yeah one in one out policy at the swimming pool right wow so went, went, eventually got in went into the, the family I had the boys with me went into the family changing room I will not tell you the conversation that took place in the changing room you can
7: Cat- imagine they have got changed together
6: they thought it was hilarious Yeah Look at that, they said Anyway, we didn't have change for the locker So we left our stuff in there, in the dressing room Went to get the change We came back, there was another family in my dressing room No And it, we, my boy was knocking and he put his head underneath And normally I'd say don't bother But I was like, yeah, actually, do that, son And the woman came and I said, oh, I saw all the bags I didn't, I didn't see any people <gasps> So she gets oh. rocked up and got changed in my dressing room Anyway, it was, it was uh, what I imagine hell to be like Can I ask a question? Yes, you can, sir Are you a speedo man? Um, not in public, no. Long, no? long, long knee-length shorts. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. Just at home. Yeah, no, but no, no buggy, uh, bug, buggies. No uh, <laughs> budgies are being smuggled. Buggies smuggled. Yeah, yeah. It was hellish. It was full of people. There was. Wi- I don't think I saw any water. I just saw flesh, <laughs> human flesh. I've touched so many fat old men's hairy backs. Oh. Uh, disgusting. I, I mean, I mean, Catherine, that's
19: your your life basically. But I, I felt. What, what should we call her, Just? Kate? Kath? Kathy? Um, I think Kath uh, Kathy's nice. I know she doesn't like you, but I think Kath has got a nice ring to it. It's kind of um, a friendly ring. Hi, Kath. You know, it sounds good. Hey. Rolls off the tongue.
6: Hey, Kath. Hey,
7: Katie. Katie? Um, no, gotta no, gotta no. I haven't Katt, been Katie since, since about
19: seven. No, wait, four, five nine four, four double five.
7: Can you just me Catherine?
6: Five double five. It's too many syllables, though. what my
7: name is, though. It's
6: too many syllables. That's it's
7: what my name is, E. It's
6: Catherine.
19: Three oh, syllables. No. I'm not, I'm not going to rise to the bait. I'm zen.
6: <laughs> Justin, you have genuinely got a story <laughs> yes, for us I about have.
19: iPods and things. Yes. Um, almost nine out of ten children aged six to ten use TVs, iPads, mobile phones, computers and video games whilst having dinner. No. no. What are the stats? Almost nine out of ten children. No. You say no, but it's happening. Not in my house. That is seriously, though. I mean, you're, you're saying not in your house. No. Every single evening, your children have got nothing to do with, with TV, iPads, no. nothing.
7: We also, we sit down together if we possibly can. If it's just me and Dad's not home, we sit down together and we have the telly off and we talk to each other.
6: No, <laughs> no electronic devices during the during the supper plate. My brother-in-law does this, and he's a really sensible, well-rounded, wonderful man. But at supper, he'll get out the iPad and they'll watch the. Um, who are those Australian idiots? The Wiggles. The Wiggles movie. They made a movie. Wow. It's quite good, 90 actually. 90 minutes of wiggling. Yes, it is. Uh, and they'll watch the, the Wiggles. And it's got to the point where I've kind of said, um, look, mattie, can we... Um, I don't like my boys watching. Can we do something different at dinner? You know, I, know I don't want to get in the way of you bringing up your children badly, but can we... Can, I, don't, I don't want my boys watching this at dinner. We yeah. occasionally
7: have a carpet picnic, and we'll sit and watch the telly and eat pizza on the floor. Cool. But that's very rare and that's a treat. How common. Yeah, it is a bit common. It's, it's bit, lovely. Yeah. It's delicious. We're we'll back to your
6: roots. <laughs> I've managed to get rid of my common roots. No, I've that's. Cut a, them off.
7: My roots are Greg's Here point. we
6: go. I'll tell you this, Justin. If go you on. let your kids play on a computer, play on a phone, watch TV while they're eating their supper or their lunch or anything,
19: you're a bad parent, yes, boom. Yes, the controversial view. I, I think, though, I think the majority of people nowadays will say, well, what can I do? If my kid wants to watch TV, they're going to watch TV. I don't think we're going to find many parents, a bit like Catherine, who, who turn everything off and, and actually sit down and have a family dinner without those distractions.
7: Everything slows down when the telly goes on. You, they'll mm. never finish their tea. No, we have it off. <laughs> Good so for to speak. you. <laughs>
19: <laughs> hey!
6: Ah. And on that bombshell, Justin, go and get yeah. some people's opinions. We'll speak to you later. Thank you, boss. Ta-ta.
4: The A1 M heading southbound now looking rather slow between Junction 8 for Stevenage and Junction 7. The M1 heading southbound on the sensors very slow moving between Junction 11 Dunstable Road and Junction 9 at Redbourne. Take a look at the M25 heading anti-clockwise, looking very heavy between Junction 21 the M1 and Junction 18 for Chorleywood on camera. And in would looking rather heavy on the A1 heading southbound between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner. Also looking rather slow on the M25 anti-clockwise between 16 the m40 and 15 the m4 nicola richards bbc3 counties radio thank you very much nicola
6: 647. It's Tuesday the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. David Cameron will join other EU leaders in Brussels today, where they will discuss the success of UKIP and other Eurosceptic parties in the European, ele- European elections. UKIP leader Nigel Farage is named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. 6.47. Let's get the latest weather now. Here's K-Dog.
11: Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Do you want to open my mic? It's here? you. It's me. Oh, for
6: goodness sake! What happened to weather at this time? I don't know. They were here yesterday.
9: I've dialled them up lots and they're not there.
6: Unbelievable. Okay, well, away okay.
9: you go. Okay, off the top of my head. Most areas will start off <laughs> cool and cloudy this morning Such with showery plum. outbreaks of rain. Sorry. Sorry, Ian. What were you saying? Nothing, mate. This rain will affect most parts throughout much of the day, with occasional heavy finished. bursts at times. It's mostly finished. a temperature of eighteen degrees Celsius. It's finished. Take a coat and a brolly. Don't give people clothing
6: advice. That's you're what not.
9: They want the it, weather it, for. They might have cagoules.
6: Uh, no one has cagoules these days. You're, you're not Gokwan. It's not the uh, now. It's what you should wear today. Report. It's the weather.
9: Take a coat with a hood. Don't tell them what to wear. Some gloves, possibly. A stylish Mac with a belt
7: tied behind and an umbrella.
6: I want to hear what happened at the carnival. Do you guys? Yeah. Mm. This. (laughs) On Sunday, Luton was a sea of feathers, families and flamboyance.
20: It's amazing. It's huge. Lots of young people have been working like crazy um, up at the UK centre and and in their homes.
6: And we were there live all afternoon. I'm very proud today. It's uh, the first year that we've taken over the whole event completely. Hearing from the people taking part... Tell
5: us. How long have you had to train to actually do this if you had to practice on this? It doesn't look easy standing here. The people behind the costumes.
11: It
21: hasn't got the heels like you have on your normal
9: feet. And the people
6: who made it all happen.
21: And people from different ages, adults and kids that were part of this big dancing
6: group. Catch up with everything you missed via our website, bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
13: It's been last year. It wasn't as much people last year as it is this year. Or go to facebook.com slash bbc3cr.
6: don't have a word for baby in German.
7: They should have called it Liebling, Liebling.
6: Liebling, Liebling. Of course they should have done. Uh, what well, does that does that mean baby?
7: No, it means lovely.
6: Well then why they shouldn't have called it that then they should call it baby baby in German.
7: Well, let's find out what baby is in German. Bebe.
6: <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now you may remember that trainee doctors were removed from the pediatric unit at Bedford Hospital last July over fears a child could be harmed. The problems were caused by a lack of senior staff to supervise junior doctors. The hospital's chief executive, Stephen Conroy, told me about an incident involving a consultant. One of
22: our consultants failed to respond to to an urgent call-out, to respond to uh, trainees' requirements in the evening for for advice.
6: consultant failed to return to an urgent
22: call-out? He failed to respond on on the telephone, which is what was required. That's pretty worrying, an urgent call-out. That is is worrying, and that, that means that patient safety could be at risk. Now, in that case, no patient harm. Uh, came came to be.
6: No harm came to be but was someone potentially at risk? I would imagine they would be if if, uh, the call wasn't answered.
22: It's a level of unacceptable risk that we can't stand. We we have since... So the patient was at risk? The, The patient could have been at risk.
6: Well, now Health Education East of England, the body that withdrew the trainees in the first place, says they can now return from August August, following a successful inspection. The hospital's chief executive, Stephen Conroy, joins me once again. Morning, Stephen. Morning, you. Uh, are you 100% confident that the incident you described last year won't happen again? Um, as confident as I can be. Obviously,
22: we're reliant on staff on the, who work on the ward every day. Um, but we've improved things tremendously. We're fully staffed. We've got additional doctors and additional nurses compared to last year. Uh, We've reviewed all our processes, all our risk management. Um, So so I sleep well at night on this at the moment.
6: What measures have been put in place to make the unit safe for junior doctors to work in? Well, the
22: main thing is that we've got more senior staff. We've now got eight consultants in post. Um, We've had a new senior uh, clinical leader, Andy Raffles. I think you've spoken to him before. Um, And we've also done a lot of work with the education and training department about making sure we've got the right curriculum in place. Um, and the right support processes for junior doctors across the organisation. Uh,
6: junior doctors were described as emotional at the time for raising concerns. There, there were also uh, kind of whispered accusations of bullying. That was unacceptable. Do you think that those problems have been sorted out?
22: I think they have. I mean, we we've, we've certainly talked to our junior doctors on a regular basis. I, I, I do myself. And we had a survey recently, uh, that the GMC organised an independent survey, uh, and that didn't show up any bullying at all. Uh, Not to say there aren't aren't a few problems we need to work on, um, but certainly no sense of any bullying in in the organisation.
6: How will um, this this be monitored, Stephen? Because if uh, junior doctors uh, have uh, fears and uh, they are feeling uncomfortable to step forward and express those fears, how will that be dealt with? Well,
22: what we do is we meet regularly with the junior doctors. There are various forums. So if the doctor's not getting support from their immediate consultant colleague... Um, they can go to the education training department or the director of medical education. Um, we're also uh, starting a, a series of, of uh, uh, internet surveys so, so that junior doctors can rate those anonymously. Uh, and I've told them that they, they can come to me directly or the medical director uh, if they feel that they're not being listened to at any point.
6: Do, will all junior doctors return in August or do they come back in phases? How does it work? No,
22: they're coming back in phases. I mean, this is the first time that the uh, GMC and Health Education England have ever returned uh, trainee doctors once they've been withdrawn. So that's fantastic news for us. But clearly they're going to be very cautious, and the idea is that they'll they'll give us four trainees back in August. They'll carry out a review that's planned anyway in October, uh, and subject to that review, uh, we should get more trainees back the following April. Uh, And if that goes well as well, for, for another review... Uh, we'll have all the trainees back uh, within the, the next 12 months.
6: Stephen, finally, the consultation into health services across Bedfordshire and Milton Keynes has been extended. Why is that, do you think?
22: Uh, the main reason is, is that we need more time with our, our doctors across the, the, the hospitals and with the GPs uh, to make sure that, that we, all the changes that are proposed have been looked at properly, uh, that the evidence has been considered and the clinicians feel that they're they're safe and an improvement for the local population Uh, and it's it's an enormous review it's very uh, wide ranging covering the whole of primary care and both hospitals so we we needed more time
6: Stephen, thank you very much always good uh, that you come and talk to us and hopefully things are are continuing to go in the right direction that's uh, Bedford Hospital's Chief Executive Stephen Comroy 08459 455555 Biggers is in Hemel, good morning Biggers I'm fine thank you Biggers what would you like to say?
15: Well, you, you've got a bit of a German theme this morning, haven't you? Yeah. Have you forgotten about the um, the summer hit in 1982, the Eurovision Song Contest winning Nicole, car, a little piece? Oh,
6: Nicole, Nicole. She was fit, mate, wasn't she? She, um, she was certainly a great singer-songwriter. If that's what you mean by fit.
5: Yeah, i just had any chance you could play it.
6: Um, I haven't heard it for donkey years. I'll tell you what, we'll play it tomorrow, because we haven't got time now. All right, then, A little sunshine, a little laughter, a little something forever after... That was it, wasn't it? Something like that. Oh, you're a top man, man. There goes, we'll dig it out for you and play it tomorrow. Germans don't really... We don't really have... What's what's that that face? Oh, no, nothing. Do you remember that? It
7: was days before frizzies, wasn't it?
6: A little... Frizzies?
7: Mm. We'll give some pictures of uh, Nicole?
6: A is that who he's talking about? Sunshine, yeah, yeah. She had long blonde hair. Yeah. A little sunshine, a little laughter. I don't
7: remember it. What year was that?
6: Eighty-two. Oh. Oh,
7: I was five. Wasn't <laughs> that Eurovision aware back then?
6: <laughs> I'm zen. I'm really zen at the moment, and I'm not. am not. I'm not riled by your insults.
9: Your face is bright red.
6: That's because I just rubbed it really aggressively. And your
9: neck is veiny.
6: That's because I'm straining it. Stay but, zen. I'm, I'm so flipping That's zen right zen's now. Zen's working out really nicely. Honestly, guys, I am the most zen thing in the world. And your constant little digs and little needles and little... Is having nicked nine... Kleinen effecten on on moi. On mine. Kleinen effecten on mine.
9: What's the real problem, princess? Sorry? Tell us. What? There's, yes. no,
6: there's no problem. What
9: seems to be the trouble, Princess? There
6: is the. I'm so. I am so Zen at the
9: moment, guys. Yeah, we can Who tell Zen. We can tell that
6: he's Zen. zen what's he's re- related to Amadez.
18: <laughs> Good.
6: Travel news for beds,
16: cards, and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 are heading southbound, very heavy at the moment between junction 14 at Milton Keynes and junction 13 for Bedford Road. And a call from Leslie for that, so thank you very much. The M1 southbound also heavy between Junction 12 for Flittick and Junction 10 at Luton Airport. The M25 heading anti-clockwise rather heavy on the sensors between junction 21, the M1 and Junction 18 for Chorleywood. In Bricketwood very heavy at the moment on the North Orbital Road, just off the M25. And in Boren with the A1 that's looking slow, heading southbound between Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner. Taking a look at the A1M? That's slow as well, between Junction 8 for Stevenage and Junction 7. I'm Nicola Richards for BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Thank you very much indeed. So listen, uh, if you let your kids play with phones, play with um, Pac-Man machines, watch the computers, play Atari, while they're eating their supper than you, my friends, very, very bad parent.
3: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties
11: Radio.
0: It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, large fall in child arrests across the three counties, Farage targets Aylesbury in the general election and junior doctors returning to Bedford Hospital.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in Bed's Hearts and Bucks. The biggest reduction in the last five years was in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes, with arrests down by 69%. More from Jessica Cooper.
10: The information from the Howard League for Penal Reform shows over 5,000 children aged 10 to 17 were arrested in Hertfordshire in 2008, compared to just under 2,000 in 2013. The charity says it's a sign the police are showing more discretion after reviewing their procedures. Last year, 11 10-year-olds were arrested by the three police forces that cover Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
0: David Cameron has been pressing his case for reforms to the European Union in a series of phone calls to EU leaders. He'll join other heads of government in Brussels later today to discuss the sweeping gains made by anti-EU parties in the European elections. Here, UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets and has been recalling the helicopter crash when he was standing in the Buckingham constituency See.
1: It's just over four years ago that I crawled out of the wreckage of that, of that aeroplane wondering whether I had much time left to live. And here I am today uh, leading a party that has won a national election. So if any of you think you've seen the high watermark of UKIP, you ain't seen nothing yet. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. Trainees were withdrawn last July after concerns were raised about a lack of supervision by senior staff. The hospital say the conditional arrangements will be reviewed at regular intervals. Police are continuing to hunt a prisoner who walked out of an open jail in Buckinghamshire on Sunday evening. 36-year-old Wayne Macleod absconded from Springhill Prison in Grendon-Underwood sometime between 5.15 and 8.15. Thames Valley Police say they believe he may be in the Reading area. A retirement home in Bedford has come up with a fresh way of helping residents with dementia, backed by government funding of £140,000. Communal areas at Dame Alice Court have been transformed into themed areas. The hairdressers has a 1950s look to help residents remind them of their past. Vivian Cornelius is the manager. These
2: improvements will hopefully have areas that they will bring back their memory. And it's also about isolation, that people don't feel lost. So um, having all these themed areas and these different rooms with different activities going on will hopefully improve that.
0: In sport, Southampton boss Maurizio Pochettino is in advanced talks with Tottenham to become their new manager. And Andy Murray starts his French Open campaign today against Andre Golubev of Kazakhstan. The weather, cloudy with showers or longer spells of rain, which will be heavy at times, a maximum temperature 15 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts, and butts. Uh, I like the old part where you've got a lot of nice green trees, nice park. Yeah, nice, I like it up that part. It's all about where you live.
4: If you smile at somebody, they'll tend to smile back at you, so it's quite nice and friendly area.
3: And all this week, we're featuring Dunstable.
9: It's not as big as other places, but it's quite like a community feel. The
3: big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: This is Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Four minutes past seven, or as close as it needs to be. Lots to talk about this morning. Child arrests are down. Dementia care is up. And junior doctors are back in after being out. Yes. Other bits and pieces. What do we call CAF? I mean, G- G- Catherine is selfish, I think. It's selfish to have a name that's so long, so many syllables.
7: It's a strong name, it's a traditional name, it's a perfectly nice name.
6: Oh, it's, I listen, it's it's completely adequate. It's just, I, life, I'm so busy, and I've got so much to do. I'm of the MTV generation as well, so focus is hard for me. Uh, and by the time I get to the Catherine, uh, I've forgotten who I'm talking to and why I want to talk to you.
7: OK, E, you can play that game.
6: Mine's only two syllables, mate, and only one consonant, so... Catherine. It starts off with a a K, which is a hard letter. Mm -hmm. I've got no hard letters in my name. My name is a very soft name, it's very malleable, it's pliable. Yeah, beige. Beige is... um, I'm so flippin' zen this morning... Also, if you allow your kids to play on the phones or the iPads or watch films or anything like that while they're having their lunch or their breakfast, you, know, you say you're at the dinner table and you've got your phone out and they're playing on there. No, no, no! Why would you do that? Justin has found some, uh, a, a study and he's gone out to get people's opinions. We'll speak later. You can give me a call on any of those things if you want. 08 459 455 555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Police across the three counties are arresting significantly fewer children than they were five years ago. That's according to the Howard League for Penal Reform, who say their figures suggest the number of 10 to 17-year-olds arrested in Hertfordshire has fallen by 67%. Bedfordshire uh, in Bedfordshire it's fifty seven percent and the reduction in the Thames Valley is sixty nine percent. Joining me now is uh, the charity's chief executive, Francis Crook. Good morning, Francis. Good morning. Uh, these reductions seem massive. What, what, what was there a problem before? Were kids being arrested,
23: willy Nilly? Yes there was a problem. Um, the police have been given targets to arrest people. Uh, that's not necessarily bringing people to justice who've actually committed a crime. It's just arresting people willy-nilly and so it's much easier to arrest a child than it is to arrest a serial burglar for example. So the police were arresting huge numbers of children completely unnecessarily and that blights lives. Um, it's very damaging to children and of course it ties up police time unnecessarily. So the reduction in child arrest is much to be welcomed and and uh, the police forces are doing extremely well in focusing their attention on people who really need to be to, to come into their their ambit
6: i'm so naive francis
23: i didn't know you could arrest a 10 year old what what were they doing to get arrested well, they were just being 10 year olds oh. a lot of the time the police have sort of moved into the area of parenting and as i say it's actually quite easy to pick up a child who's perhaps being a bit naughty in the street kicking a ball around you can arrest them for just any, almost anything um and they were brought into police custody and they were processed in having their dna taken their fingerprints oh taken. some of them were kept overnight and then sent off home and that was a tick box for the police because they were given a target for arrest well this is completely balmy of course um Um, So the the significant reduction is much to be welcomed and police forces like Hertfordshire have put a lot of effort into um, giving their their frontline police officers professional discretion to resolve things. So, for example, if a child is caught shoplifting, much better to take the child back to the shop, make them apologise, promise not to do it again. Everybody's happy, the shopkeeper feels assured that uh, they're not going to lose their their stock in future, the child is, is dealt with with appropriately parents can be involved. It's quick, it's cheap, it's effective, so much better than going through the formal process.
6: Does that always work though Francis? Because some people listening to this might be thinking, well hang on, if if a kid's nicked something, then they, you know, they they should see the full process of the law to stop them doing it If they just get taken back to the shop and they they give it back, they might think, "Phew, I got away with that."
23: Well, the evidence shows that actually resolving things immediately is much better for victims, much better for children and much better for the taxpayer. Um, It is much more likely that the child won't do it again. I mean, you've got a uniformed police officer dealing with it professionally and uh, the victim gets an apology which they want Um, whereas if you do if you arrest the child the victim doesn't see the child doesn't have any say in it um, is ignored doesn't know what's happened and actually it's much more likely for the child to feel very resentful and angry and once they get caught up in the criminal justice system they're more likely to behave badly rather than less so what the police are doing is absolutely right. it's good for victims, it's good for taxpayers, it's good for children. it's good for parents as well who should be taking responsibility.
6: So the number of arrests for um uh, kind of you know just kids being kids is down uh, the number of arrests on kids kind of committing crimes is down. Are there actually less crimes happening?
23: Yes, child crime has really significantly dropped. And I think it's partly to do with this much more sensible policing. Um, As I say, we know that... Um, once you've got children involved in the criminal justice system, they're more likely to behave badly rather than turn their lives around. So by reducing unnecessary child arrest, the police are actually reducing crime as well. And so, for example, Hertfordshire, child arrest down by two-thirds, Bedfordshire by 57%. This is helping to reduce crime and children are committing fewer crimes. This is fantastic news.
6: Well, uh, Francis, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, if, if what you're saying is correct, then we should be celebrating this. That's... Uh, uh, Francis uh, Crook there, who is the Howard League for Penal Reforms Chief Executive. 08459-455-555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
11: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Yeah, I know. Uh, her name was Crook. And we were talking about legal matters. Do you see more people should have names that are connected with their line of work? For example, if um, you're a baker, you should be called um, uh,
7: Steve Buns.
6: Steve Buns. If you're a plumber, you should be called Joe Pipes. And if you are a gardener, you should be called Matt Leaf. Just an idea.
9: I'm a massive gambler.
6: Wow, that's an omission to make on the radio out of nowhere.
9: My son? I don't know. Kelly I, Betts. You see? It's not Beulah. a
6: prof- It's not kind of a. Oh, I like the fact you're doing the Bueller gag and you don't really get it.
7: Yeah. Well, I do get it. I once knew a police press officer called Des Lawless.
6: Oh. Yeah. It was done quite. And
24: Did there
9: was a the sing... Robin
7: Banks. I'm not even joking. Did
9: he sing Amadeus?
6: Um, we've got some... You've, you've got baby in German for me. Ja,
7: ich habe Baby von Deutsch. Go on, then. I don't
6: know. So, so right. das Baby, Baby.
7: Baby. So, they weren't completely wrong. So, das Baby is a baby. OK. But I can imagine the Germans would say, why, you're referring to a child. Surely you're talking about your sweetheart.
6: But there are so many other... Das Kind, Child. A
7: Kind. Das, oh, das Kind is a child.
6: Das... I've got to be so careful how I say this. There's umlauts das there. Das Schätzen. Schätzen. Is your baby, honey, darling, sweetie, sweetie. Sweets. So they should be singing Shetsen. Schetzen, Shetsen, Shetsen, shetsen Partak.
7: De <laughs> Saugling, the infant baby suckling. Oh, that's a suckling, a baby in arms. No, we're talking about an actual child Go there.
6: on. I want to see what you do. Go on.
7: Uh, Kleiner is your little one or your baby. Yeah. Johnny Vernon Smith could tell you this. He speaks von yeah. der Deutsch. Does he? That's yeah. good, De so. Pooper. <laughs>
6: I'm waiting for the next one.
7: Uh De Oh, that's your little puss. <laughs>
6: <laughs> de mi- de mitza Pussy.
8: What puss. You call broad. Oh, dog?
6: And de Piccolo. Well, that's, that's, um, that's a lot of fun, isn't it?
7: Yeah. The Germans. Who says the Germans aren't fun?
6: I like the Germans. I've not got anything. Hey, what, the Macaulay Culkin in the paper again.
7: I, I like the Germans, but I prefer the Dutch.
6: The Dutch hate the Germans. Well, I know. Oh, are you German? No,
7: I'm Dutch! What it's like when the, Australi- when the Americans say to us, are you Australian? No.
6: No,
9: I am English! <laughs> I say yes.
6: Can't hear a reffing thing.
8: Oh. Hmm?
6: This, uh, uh, this story is funny, but I'm, I, I don't know if it's meant to be funny. Maybe it's not funny. This story isn't funny. This story's tell sick. Me,
7: tell me and I'll decide whether it's funny or not. This is
6: a sick story. Hurry up. A deaf... A deaf football team faced double relegation after losing all but one of their games. Sad so far, actually.
7: Well it happens, it's sport.
6: Because their players couldn't hear the referees whistle.
9: Oh. surely you think of that? Yeah, that should that, that why would that have that got to that point? They should say, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna whistle, instead I'm gonna do this.
6: I'm going to shoot one of of you, and when one of you collapses on the floor with a bullet in the foot, that means the game's over.
7: Surely they were playing other deaf players. They managed. It sounds like sour
9: grapes to me.
6: Yeah. Well, why would they be playing other deaf players? There can't be that many deaf players.
9: Why not? They're sporty. Why didn't they just think it through before doing it and then writing about it in the papers?
6: So, are you... Sorry, I'm confused. Are you saying this is or this isn't a funny story?
9: I think it's that... It's not
6: a funny. It's no. not really a story. No. Well, it's a... St- well, oh, that's not. disrespectful to deaf people now, is it? They're not newsworthy. No, I'm not
7: saying that. I think it's sour grapes.
6: From the part of the deaf people? Yeah. I don't think they can have sour grapes. Yeah, they can. If, anyone, if anyone's entitled to have sour grapes, it's them.
7: Why? They're playing Come football on. like anyone else. That's why they're trying to pull a fastball like any other footballer.
6: Why would they... not? Why would not being able to... Hang on a second, you're right. Why would not being able to hear the, the referee's whistle mean that you lose you don't need to hear a whistle to score a goal
7: how many did they lose by
6: like probably loads
7: well then there you go there's your answer
6: um they were their
9: their goalkeeper was secretly on the other team
6: here we go 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 guys I've got to the truth of this story by reading a little bit further the football club Birmingham Def FC were also deducted nine points for failing to turn up for three games oh slackers a player from Red Star Galaxy who beat them 4-2 and then 9-3 said The players just carried on running with the ball whenever there was a stoppage. They must have been exhausted.
21: South African. <laughs>
6: <laughs> I mean the half was whistle so blew, they knew nothing about it. One player even went on and put the ball in the net and ran off celebrating. You, <laughs> you had to you had to grab them and point them at the ref. It was very difficult.
7: Do you still work there on a weekend?
6: Yes, I do. Yeah. Little
7: suggestion. Do the voice. Oh, rude. Oh,
6: 08459 five, 555. Double five, double five. Travel news for beds, cards,
16: and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 are heading southbound, looking very slow at the moment between the Newport Pagnell services and junction 13 for Bedford Road. Also on the M1 further down, queuing at the moment between junction 12 and What's what? the latest? Whoa, whoa, PC3 whoa,
6: whoa! No, what? The, no, no, no! That's not. The, what the, the hell is going on there? Just got off. Your <laughs> my computer's, computer's gone off. Just froze. It gone off. What was it? I also heard like a whooshing noise, like a demon or something.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, I think that was a demon in the computer. Wow. Breaking. My just, computer.
6: just make it up.
23: Apologise.
4: Uh, What's, oh, oh, no, no, okay, <laughs> What's happening on the trains? No, come on. Who cares? What's happening on the trains? At the moment, it's looking good. Nothing's happening. How, well, how do you no know that? Nothing's happening on your computer. Well, just as before, it crashed. Oh, right. Oh, terrible. We wouldn't have got this with...
6: Apology. We wouldn't have got this with Peterson. Is that a person? That's a person, isn't it? Uh, Justin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 we wouldn't have got this with Peterson. We wouldn't have got this with Glossop. 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 And even Adam Glim was... was uh, oh, no. I knew you'd bring him Even Adam up. Glim legend. was... was legend. <laughs> wow, well, a legend. That's never been said. Don't worry. We'll speak to you later <laughs> on. Don't panic. Don't panic. Where's my head? Where's my head? There's my head. it's Tuesday the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee and these are your headlines. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Roberto Peroni Gardeners wanting to rid their spring flower beds of snails can ditch the beer traps and eggshells and instead develop a strong throwing arm instead Weekdays from three I don't
0: think there's any ethical dilemma about throwing them as opposed to
19: killing them It's clearly better
11: to throw them Hertfordshire police are warning drivers to take extra precautions with their
6: vehicles following a rise in the number of cars stolen using specialised hacking equipment Two thirds of teachers say poor writing has prevented them giving the marks a student truly deserves
3: Roberto Peroni
6: I do the animal stories. I also do the space stories, apparently.
3: Weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Now, years ago, if you started to develop dementia, you were either cared for quietly by a family member or shuffled off to a retirement home. In both cases, you're probably left to, uh, well, not really do a lot and just uh, sit around in your pyjamas. Thankfully, things are changing. One home in Bedford has used a government grant to give a communal areas of a 1950s makeover, the idea being that surrounding people with things they remember from their youth can bring back their spark, if only for a short time. Well, I'm joined now by Roger Sewell, whose wife had dementia and was killed. Cared for him at home good morning to you roger good morning well, when did you i don't know your wife 's name i do apologize uh, it was leone leone when did you realize that leone was uh, was changing and was was getting poorly
25: well it was it was about twelve years before uh, uh, about twelve years before
6: hm mm. Yeah. And how did it manifest itself? Was it kind of small subtle things to start oh, with? Oh,
25: indeed, yes, and uh, it was repeating things and uh, and and gener- generally forgetful, mm. losing things and um very well hidden up, hidden, you know, she was aware of this happening and uh, and she tried to cover it up, you know, this sort of thing
6: and you made the decision to care for leone at home yes why was that so important for you
25: well uh we've been married for uh over 50 years and it was a a commitment to each other and i think that um that was that was the main thing and i didn't want uh to just to abrogate my responsibilities as a as a partner.
6: Uh, uh, my granddad uh, had uh, dementia, and uh, I saw how devastating it was towards the end. It must have been hard work for you for you both.
25: It, it was hard work, it, uh, it, and it became progressively hard, harder as as time went on, um, both physically and mentally, um, and. Um, one one but one, one did it. One did it. But that doesn't mean to say everybody can do it. I, I fortunately had good health and I was able to manage her and therefore um, that that was all right. But for people who who can't do that, I, I wouldn't judge them at all. They might find it hard.
6: Did you have help, Roger? Did, did, I don't know, was there social help? Did you have friends and relatives who helped out or, or were you doing this mainly on your own?
25: No, I had a lot of help. Um, I had help from uh, the uh, borough of Bedford, from, from social services, um, which one had to fight for all the way, but there was help available. There was, Bedford has been very lucky in some very far-sighted people who have set up organisations which which do help uh, people with dementia and their carer, because I think you have to take them together. They're not separate units, and this is the mistake that is now um, happening, that that there are two separate units, but they're not. They're one body, the carer and the person with dementia. They're they're a unit, and they need to be cared for together.
6: Did you have any tricks? Roger uh, 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 and by tricks I mean kind of little aids that helped Leone stay in the present or, or, or be more aware of, of where she was and what was going on
25: yes uh, we had uh, music is one of the m- most marvellous things for people with dementia because it's something which enters the whole body and soul and uh, music is very important um, memorabilia um photographs but as the disease develops it becomes harder to relate to it Uh, but but to begin to begin with that and being active being going out for walks and those sort of things Keeping keeping active is very important.
6: So you, pr- I, I would imagine that that uh, this idea that this uh, this uh, care home is using of, of, of kind of creating a sort of 1950s environment in one of the rooms, um, d- does that sound like a good idea to you?
25: Yes, if for for the initial stages. Yeah. For The initial stages. This this is very important. Uh, or, and but you can do that at home mm. by having uh, a memory box where you have. Uh, a box where you have all the things from your past that you can find photographs, articles and you can go through these
6: Roger uh, it sounds like you did a cracking job, I really appreciate you sharing your story with us this morning, thank you very much Thank you Roger, thanks uh, Roger Sewell, who looked after his wife Leone, joined now by Dr Helovan, uh, Helen Donovan a consultant clinical psychologist working in Bedfordshire and Luton. Good morning to you doctor. What We well, heard there Roger talking about the memory box. We've heard about this care home where they've kind of recreated sort of 1950s environment. What, what, how does that work? What are, what are the benefits of having those familiar things around you?
26: Well I think um, it's important to realise obviously that people with the most common forms of dementia will have problems with their short-term memory or their recent memories, whereas their longer-term memories or their remote memories will be more intact. So, you know, when we're trying to have conversations with one another, often we talk about what's happened recently, but for people with dementia, that will be more difficult. So having items around them that remind them of times and experiences that are very familiar will uh, make things more accessible and make conversations easier and more familiar.
6: Roger uh, was was uh, saying I thought he told his story excellently that um this kind of really worked w- in the earlier stages and and by the later stages it, it's too late and it, that has very li- little impact does that sound about right
26: well often as dementia progresses um it becomes more difficult even for people to communicate or to direct their attention um but even once people's Conversation and things becomes more limited. Often, just having items to jointly look at or hold, or things you know, he mentioned his mem- the memory box, um, that can still be quite meaningful for individuals as well. And I think it's important not to give up on mm. ways to interact and things to focus on together.
6: Here's something, Helen, that uh, was mentioned the other day here, and it kind of struck me as quite interesting. My mum hasn't got dementia, but she's got a degenerative illness, uh, and she forgets so many things, really forgetful. She's in a care home, and quite often she'll phone me up and ask where she is or when she's going home and all those things. And I've Mm -hmm. spent a lot of the time saying, well, this is where you are, this is why you're here. And someone suggested that maybe the best thing to do is to kind of indulge her fantasies a little bit, because she'll have forgotten it the next day. What's your take on that?
8: Well,
26: I think there's, there's an ethical issue there and people have different feelings and thoughts about that.
8: Mm. Um,
26: rather than, and I think one of the things is that we don't want to get into what might be perceived as lying um, because that, that can feel deceitful or misguiding to people. But uh, often just redirecting people's attention to something that helps them feel reassured. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it can be really helpful. Uh, reminding them of something familiar, talking about something that feels familiar. Um, that That can be very helpful, one of the things I liked when i I heard Vivian speaking earlier mm. on your program, and she talked about the fact that previously the corridors might have been quite bland, nothing there um, so just the idea that there are things which would spark people 's interest that give you a focus of attention, of course, if you 're in an environment with not much in it, you that increases people's um their discomfort and they're, they're wondering about where am I? What's, what's going on here? Whereas If you've got things around that help people feel interested or stimulated, it, it can provide a focus of attention, something to talk about. and so it might reduce that sense of disorientation and worry that occurs for people in unfamiliar environments.
6: Helen, I appreciate your time. Thank you. That's Dr Helen Donovan, consultant clinical psychologist working in Bedfordshire and Luton. It's interesting, isn't it? By the way, we had a text in from uh, Peter saying it's not just old people that get dementia. Thank you for that. It's absolutely right. It's interesting, isn't it? I I do kind of wonder about what things I kind of point out to my mum and what things I don't point out. I um, had to tell her several times that my dad's dead, her ex husband. And a couple of times she's got really upset. Oh, when's, when's, when's your dad going to come see me? He's not, she's not seen him for years. And you go, oh, he's dead. And she gets upset. She, she she's finding out. She's finding out again. For the, you know, for, or Where am I? Oh, you, you live in a care home because you can't look after yourself. Boom, she gets really upset. So is there any harm in going, oh, yeah, no, Dad's fine. He's, you know, he's, he'll, he'll be all right. I'm seeing him next week. Is there any harm in that? Because it must be so painful to have to relearn horrible things over and over again.
7: Towards the end of my grandmother's life, she was convinced that she was at school and that she was waiting for her dad to pick her up. Mm. It's difficult to know whether to just say, yeah, I'll be here in a minute, where she'd feel better and reassured. Yeah. Or to explain to her that what she thought was real wasn't real. I mean, yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? You think, it, which way do I upset them more?
6: My mum quite, quite often, and I, I, did not, I, I never answer the phones to my mum late at night because it means she's really tired and is, is uh, um, you know, going to be rambling. But she quite often phones up in tears saying, Ian, I want you to buy me a car and buy me a house. I'm moving out. Uh, and my, my, I have two little tricks now is to say, OK, well, let's talk about talk about it tomorrow, by which time generally it's gone. Or I start talking about the boys. Say, so, OK, well, t- in a minute. But the boys today, you should have seen them at the swimming Swimming pool there and it kind of is enough to, it's a distraction 08459 455 555 would love to hear your stories on that and Peter thank you for your text BBC Three Counties Radio let's get the travel news now Travel news for beds,
16: cards and bugs
4: BBC Three Counties Radio the M1 heading southbound, very slow at the moment between Junction 15 for Northampton and Junction 14 for Milton Keynes. Had two calls from Leslie and Phil for that, so thank you very much. Queuing on the M1 as well between Junction 12 for Flittick and Junction 11 at Dunstable Road. The M25's queuing as well, heading anti-clockwise between junction 21, the M1 and Junction 18 at Chorleywood. Taking a look in Harpingdon rather heavy at the moment on St Albans Road at Station Road, and the A1 is looking rather slow between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner. So far on the trains, not seeing any reported problems or delays, Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank
6: you very much indeed.
16: Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC
3: Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 30. I'm Simon Oxley. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the Three Counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets and junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. Three Counties Sports.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Southampton boss Maurizio Pochettino is in advance talks with Tottenham to become their new manager. Spurs have been looking for a new manager since sacking Tim Sherwood earlier this month. Pochettino took over at Southampton in January 2013. Fleetwood won the League 2 playoff final, beating Burton 1-0 at Wembley. Three years after winning the League Two final with Stevenage, former Borough skipper Mark Roberts captained the Lancashire side to promotion.
17: Unbelievable. Look at them scenes there, the fans. You know, they've, they've come in numbers here today. I don't... They've not been to NB in 30 years. This club, you know, it keeps going from strength to strength. It's an incredible story and it's just not stopping yet. Some massive games next year. I mean, you know, we'll celebrate this moment. We'll enjoy this moment because we've worked so hard for it over the season since, you know, day one of pre-season. But... You know, League One, we're looking forward to it already.
0: And Wickham striker Stephen Craig has signed a new one-year contract. The 33-year-old joined Wanderers last summer. In tennis, a major shock at the French Open with the third seed and Australian Open champion Stan Wawrinka losing in four sets to Spain's Guillermo Garcia Lopez. Andy Murray starts today against Andre Golubev of Kazakhstan.
17: It's a special place. You know, all of the the slams are special in, in different ways, but... You know, I've always, always enjoyed coming here I played, you know, the best play court tennis of my career has normally come uh, here at this event. And yeah, I'm I'm very, very excited to be back.
0: And in Formula One, the Mercedes boss Nicky Lauda says he will talk to Lewis Hamilton before the next race in Canada to smooth over the tense situation in the team. The Hertfordshire driver accused teammate Nico Rosberg of deliberately going off the Monaco track to stop him challenging for pole in Saturday's qualifying session, with Rosberg then going on to win Sunday's race. BBC Three Counties News and Sport, the next full bulletin is at 8. Simon, what was the name of that racing driver, Nicky? Louder.
6: What was the name of that racing driver?
3: Louder.
24: Hey, hey.
3: Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is yeah, Ewing, BBC Three Counties Come Radio. On guys. You know,
6: you know, that's the best joke. In the world. Guys! Guys!
9: That's the best thing you've ever said.
6: <laughs> that is in the podcast. Yeah. This bit me now, going on about it, is in the podcast. Oh. And um, you guys praising me, which you're going to do shortly, oh. is in the podcast. Do, the, do it.
7: But what was his name, though? What was his name? Did you do a joke? Did you do a joke? I'm not sure. <laughs> Louder. Did huh? you do a joke? Did you do a joke, Ian?
13: A little bit of
8: wheeze come out! This is the best thing we've ever done! This is the joke. The
6: joke is now bigger than all of us.
7: What joke, though?
9: What joke? What was his name? (laughs) Louder. What was his name?
6: (laughs) Matt, do you want to play? No, I think you're cracking up then. What was his name, Matt? What joke? <laughs> <laughs> right. What was the right? Ra- were you listening to Simon Oxley doing the news? No, no, no. Okay. He mentioned a racing car driver called Nicky and I go ca- what Nicky was Nicky Lada. No. N- what was it?
9: What?
6: what was it what was his name? Nicky Lada. No, what was his surname? <laughs> You've really muffed this up, Matt. Yeah. Mickey Louder. No, I'm... Yours. Oh, for goodness sakes. Who lets this guy on? Yeah. <laughs> it's You're supposed to say just louder, and I'm supposed to shout. All right, you shout, then. I really? will we'll in a minute. I'll give you a bunch of fives as well. well what was the racing car driver's name? Back. Mickey Louder. No, Matt! <laughs> you... Oh, Kath, you explain to him. Maybe a woman's touch well, is I don't know, needs.
7: I don't get it. No, what was I his name? It, louder. Either. What was his oh, name? Right,
6: Matt. Yes? So, you... Right, what was his name, Matt? Louder. What was his name, Matt? <laughs> Keep going. You're not catching me, are you? Well, I just did! <laughs> hang, hang on a second, hang on a second, because I, 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 I know you've got an important point to make, but I think this is even more important. You
12: know, Ian, you sound more like Chris Evans every. Day.
6: Yeah, you said that yesterday, Matt. Ken? And I'm going to turn it off. Good. I'm going, tu- I'm going to come and turn. come and turn your radio to ra- Ken. What? What was that racing car driver's name? Don't know.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
6: Matt, you tell him. Lada.
8: <laughs> Matt.
15: Yes. What would they call a male prostitute?
8: Whoa! Whoa, well, whoa. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa! 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 What the heck? Oh Where is, did that guess, come from?
12: That is terrible. That,
6: that is when. came? What? What earth made you think that at 7:35 it'll be appropriate to say that? What? Get louder! You were, talk-
12: you were talking on Sky News about someone's pubic hair. I right. don't care, for goodness
7: sakes! Oh, <laughs> right. What, what does th- do you think this is? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. What God. do you think
6: this is? Right. G- la- d- ladies and gentlemen, um, I apologise for the last uh, two minutes of radio. That was... R-
7: draw a line under it. Just to say to Matt, what did you phone for?
6: Matt, what did you phone for, mate? Well, you're talking about the dementia. Yes. We're back to- uh...
12: The music is the greatest thing in the world. Yes. Mention, because I had it with Margaret and she loved the music.
6: Well did and she like the same music that you like? A bit of daytime well, friends yeah, and nighttime she loved lovers. Jimmy
12: Rogers and uh, Johnny Cash. Oh, good bit uh, of country.
6: Steve L, Yeah. Can, bon I, can I ask why why did you and Margaret how did you and Margaret get into country music? Well we I've always been into country music,
12: but Margaret used to love Matt Monroe and people like that. She loved all-time music, and I I really pushed her onto music. Yeah. When she got the dementia, she had to... You've got to have something to fall back on to take the pressure out of you. Yeah. Because you're under pressure all the time. But if you... Habit the music, I used to do a lot of singing, karaoke, has oh, been done all that. blimey, I you bet that was awful.
6: It. I bet that was awful.
12: No, it wasn't. I she bet you were it.
6: terrible.
12: And she was a great singer herself. I
6: bet she was wonderful, but Matt, but, I mean, I've heard you sing, mate. I wouldn't inflict that on my worst enemy. Well, neither would I on you. Good, good lad. And well, when, I, she, when she listened to the music, when she was poorly, yeah. d- uh, did it just soothe her, or would you say it took her back to a, to a different time?
12: Yes, it would. Like she had the Drifters were one of her favourite groups, uh, and she could remember all the scenes going back. But it, to get her happy and really relaxed, the music was the best. Yeah, it was brilliant, and yeah. I still do it now. I go to the home now, yeah. and I still sing
6: along. Oh, mate, Matt, why? Seriously, those people haven't they suffered enough?
12: <laughs> do you, you want to make things worse for them? No, no, we have a bit of a comedy thing. I like to do me Mrs. Brown. I go around and we have a chat. Hang on, it's you're, great. you're Mrs. Brown? What the,
6: the, what, the comedy show?
12: You know Mrs. Brown. You know what she's like. You, what,
6: do you dress up as her?
12: No, 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 no. I don't need to, because I swear <laughs> enough. <laughs>
6: oh, Matt! Don't you dare start listening to Chris Evans, Matt, or there will be trouble, OK? OK, mate. Thank yeah. you very much indeed, Matt. Are we allowing Ken back on? We're gonna allow Ken back on if he, it, watch,
7: if he watches what he says,
6: just give him a chance. Flipping that, Ken, you've dropped you've dropped two D's. What? You've dropped two D bombs. Oh my. Category D's. You were talking about it on No, I was talking about it on Skype, but I didn't use the words. Well, what do you you want to draw pictures in? What well, was. Uh, there was a story there was a story in the papers at the weekend that a uh, high street um uh, chicken place one of the uh, customers was rude, so one of the people working in the High Street Chicken place put some, I said intimate body hair yeah. on the chicken. But that could be anywhere. Well, I think... We, no, well, then we, intimate, you know where it is. You've drawn the conclusion. It's the, you know... The, call a spade a spade. I'll call you banned in a minute. And then you go, what, what do you get? What do you, what do you call a male... Break? You can't tell jokes like that. We That's I don't, a nice thing to s- talk about on a Sunday morning. Well, what about on a Tuesday morning? Talking about men having to sell their bodies to, to feed, you know, their children.
9: And may I remind you two gentlemen, the children are off school.
6: Yeah, exactly.
9: Which means no one's listening.
6: Ah, uh, yeah. Oh. Fair play. Fair play, Kels. Nice one. That's it. What do you want, Ken?
19: I don't no, I'm run out for now. Thanks very much. Let's got to Justin Dealey. Justin. <laughs> can I just say yes. uh, a few people recently have said to me that Ken yeah. is he real? Yeah. Is it somebody well, inside the building? No, I can g- I confirm on. right now, now. He is yeah. a real character. Well, let's let's Ken.
6: What? Are you real? Yeah, cuz I'm real. Are you not you're not um Barry Caffrey, are you? <laughs> oh no, no, no. No, you're not um, you're not Tara, are you? Cuz she's got quite a manly voice at certain times. <laughs>
9: No. Do you know what I would love? Yeah, go on. A picture of Ken. Yeah. No, no, no. What, Ken? What? Can we have a picture of you? What do you look like? Signed. Do you know what I imagine? What T- I? Tony Curtis.
6: No, w- without the wig. There he
9: is. A- are you small?
19: No. Are you round? (laughs) 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 Talking about my private partner. Thank you very much.
6: Has he he been smoking the old Hubbly Bubbly this morning? What on earth is going on with him? Incredibly, yes, he is real. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man alive. I can only apologise to the listeners of the radio show and indeed the listeners of the podcast. We had to include that just so that you you get to understand what I have to deal with every single day uh, of my life. Crazy, crazy Crazy, guy, crazy, 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 crazy guy. (laughs) Ken's a crazy, 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 crazy guy. Woo, (laughs) woo, yeah. Keychain, Ken's a crazy, 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 crazy guy. Another key change. Ken's a crazy, 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 crazy guy. uh, Kate, you're not joining him. No, it's silly. Well, what do you mean it's silly? We're a little bit of bit of bounce. I think it's
7: silly. And this I'm is... looking at Dolly
9: Parton secret tattoos.
6: This is why, uh, Kate, that when we all go out for meals and stuff, we don't invite you.
9: She's not a Kate. I can Not to you, I'm I not. I can't take her as a Kate.
6: How can you... T- what way would you take her?
9: I prefer Boyle. Oh! Oh,
6: I'd see that. that if, if I were going to change any part KB. of your name, it would be the Boyle.
9: What about if we call her KB.
6: Two. KB2. Two. You're KB1. It's a tough one, isn't it, Just? It's very tough. What, to call, what, what do you call a member of the team who's
19: a little bit of an outsider and doesn't fit in? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, why don't you call him uh, Ken 2? Ken's part of
9: the
19: team. My oh, name's Ken. <laughs> <laughs> had a but friend actually, called Ben. D- d- he had a pen. You It know wasn't he's on the good. Line. And you scored it five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> right, Justin. Yes, boss. We've got you on... And what was this survey you found? Uh, Almost nine out of ten children aged (laughs) six to ten. They're using TVs, iPads, mobile phones, computers, video games and radios whilst having dinner. This is so wrong. This is so wrong. When your your
6: kids are having your dinner, um, let me have a think. Um, Why don't you sit with them and have a conversation? I haven't got time! I haven't got time! It's half an hour out of your life. If you haven't got time to sit with your kids and ask them what they did at school that day, then why did you have children?
19: I mean, you made the point earlier on, if you allow your children to watch television during dinner time, you're a bad parent. You put it out there, didn't you? Yeah, totally. So I've been talking to parents this morning about this. Um, um, The second person coming up, some very awkward pauses here. But um, I've been finding out um, whether parents allow their children to watch TV or play with iPads during dinner time. And Ian, here's what's happened. Christine, you've got an eight-year-old daughter. At dinner time, is everything switched off so you have dinner as a family?
23: Yeah, yep. Everything's switched off because I don't like watching TV when I'm eating. I just don't like watching TV. I'm being brought up like it. So if I've been brought up like it, I'd rather have my daughter being brought up like it.
19: So does she say to you, come on, mum, no. let me watch the TV? No, nope. she's pretty good. Um, Ian's saying this morning that if you let your child play on iPads, computer games, let them watch TV during dinner, that you are a bad parent. Would you go along with that?
23: Um, yeah, I would, actually, because I don't agree with people letting their daughters or sons watch TV when they're eating their dinner because they're bringing them bad habits.
19: Alex, you have two children. How old are your children? Ten and fifteen. Now, do you let them watch TV, play on iPads, video games during dinner? Only television. Um, no iPad or video games during dinner. Uh, the television's on in the front room and we're sat at the, at, the di- at the dining table but they can just turn around and watch the television between mouthfuls. I'm not telling you how to be a parent, but uh, why don't you turn that TV off? Um, basically, because uh, more arguments if we do. stops the arguments. So it's not worth the hassle? Yeah, basically. So, I mean, do you not talk at all, then, during dinner time, as yeah, a family? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, we talk. You know, we can turn the TV off, but, but... You never do. But not usually, it's usually on. Ian's saying this morning, if you're a parent and you allow your children to watch TV during dinner time and, and play on computer games, you're a bad parent. Um, that's his view. You're somebody who, who lets their children watch TV during dinner time. Are you a bad parent? I hope not. Um, don't think my kids would say so. They t- they have a, they turn around and watch
6: TV in between mouthfuls. There
19: is the quote of the year wow. so far. Incredible, absolutely incredible. The thing is, kids learn behaviour from their from
6: their parents. So yeah, the first few times you do it, you might get stop You might get a strop for a week or so. Mm. They'll get over it. And if they get too stroppy, well, my my kids, uh, the, the th- I have two threats now. I have two threats. The first one is I'll put the TV in the garage then. Because I've done that before. I've, I've unplugged the TV in front of them, and I've locked it in the garage. Good for you. he said, "Well, you, if you start behaving, you'll get it back." So that's a threat. I had a great threat um, yesterday. My boy, my eldest boy, he had uh, a little uh, bowl full of raisins. Nice raisins. Hmm. Threw them across the floor. He didn't. He said, "I don't want these." Threw them across the floor. I went, "Right, go and pick them up." I was really zen. He said, "I'm not. I'm not going to do it." And he started drawing a picture. It was a really good picture, actually. Yeah. I said, "Go, go and pick them up." I'm not going to do it. Oh. I said, "Right, okay. Well, I'm t- I turn the TV off. Right, okay." I don't want to watch the TV. Fine, pick them up. Not gonna do it. I picked up my phone. And said, right, I'm gonna call your teacher up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why are you doing that? I said, no, I'm just gonna call your teacher. Let's call her, Mrs. Jones. I'm calling Mrs. Jones up, and I'm gonna tell her. And I'm dialing the number. I haven't, I haven't got a clue what her number is. I'm gonna tell her. No, no, no. Put the phone to my ear. Hello, is that Mrs. Jones? He was over on the floor picking up those raisins and sultanas. Oh, genius! Apples, coconuts, bananas, <laughs> and he put them all in the bowl. And I went just to let you know that Ale- uh, that my son is being a very, very good boy. And I put the phone down and uh, fantastic. It, and, it yeah, worked. It's a good one. It's a good yeah, one. Justin. I like it. Justin, thank you very much. We'll speak to you later on. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. How do you keep your kids in check? We've got fairies. Sorry, we've got fairies.
7: Hey. There's a door in my skirting board.
6: Oh, I've seen those doors. Yeah,
7: and if there is. Is nonsense! The yeah. fairies leave.
6: Yeah, Gosh. so
7: the door disappears. And does that work? Yeah, it's
6: a good one, though, isn't it?
7: So that happens. um I also withdraw privileges. You know, prison rules. Yeah. So yeah. you know, in your situation, the colouring would have gone. Yeah. And I would have started ignoring them.
23: Yeah. And say, oh, the
7: ignoring's not, a good one. If you're not going to be nice to me. I'm yeah. not going to be nice to you.
6: Yeah, the ignoring's a good one. Yeah. What I've noticed as well is when one's been really naughty. The Get other one. one starts sucking up yes. and getting all the cuddles. Yes, 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 How do you deal with your children? Let's have the tricks, please. I threatened to phone his teacher. And, um, I, well, I've, I've put the TV in the garage before. It will happen again. 08459 455555.
16: Travel news
6: for beds, cards and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 heading southbound, very slow at the moment, between junction 15 for Northampton and junction 14 for Milton Keynes. Been getting quite a few calls for that, so thank you. The M1 southbound also slow, between 13 at Salford Road and junction 11 Dunstable Road. The M25 heading anti clockwise, queuing at the moment on the sensors between junction 21, the M1, and 18 at Chorleywood. In Bricketwood, very slow moving on the North Orbital Road, just off the M25, and also on the M40 London bound. That's looking heavy as well, between junction 5 for Stoken Church and and junction 4 for the handy cross roundabouts. So far on the trains, no reporting problems or delays. Nicola Richards, BBC Three, Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Ken.
6: What? Y- you're still there. It's my poem.
12: You want to do the poem now? Yes, without you touching that knob. Without touching your knob on
6: there. Go on then, quickly. My poem. Quickly do your poem.
12: In the road they boldly stand.
6: We haven't got time Ken. It's the news. 7:40. We'll try and get it before the end of the show. 7:47. It's uh, Tuesday, the 27th of May. <laughs> I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. Let's get the latest weather now. It's with Kelly. I'm sorry.
9: Beds, hearts, and bucks.
6: Weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: You're welcome. Cool and cloudy with heavy rain at times. Today, most areas will start off cool and cloudy with showery outbreaks of rain. The rain will affect most parts throughout much of the day, with occasional heavier. But Ken. Yes. Hi. A- occasional heavier bursts at times. Ken, the maximum maximum temperature will be 18 degrees Celsius. Oh, Tonight. What? John's back on. Yep. Be cloudy with further persistent rain again with occasional heavier bursts at times. Uh, Wednesday will rain, Thursday will rain, Friday will probably rain. We've got a
12: lot going for us, don't we?
9: On all of those days, we probably still won't have got your poem. Oh, uh, no. In the road they bravely Stand. stand.
5: Every weekday morning. My show's called The JVS Show. Nine o'clock in the morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. Jonathan Vernon-Smith. I deal with the consumer problems that affect people all over beds, hearts and bucks.
11: And I said, well, I didn't come all this way to be looking at a broken down hotel.
5: Those companies, those councils, those organisations that are letting people down. This
27: guy turned out said to me that they're not prepared to pay me. And I said, so you're forcing me to take action. And he said, good luck and put the phone down on me.
5: I get my teeth into them.
26: Oh, Jonathan, I'll start crying soon we don't know what to do
5: deal with them and hopefully get results for you the
6: consumers and
5: it got so
26: convoluted i thought there's only one person can sort this
3: out the jvs show on bbc three counties radio
6: just um just call me supermanny hey? just call me supermanny. What? well uh, april sent an email talking about kids having tablets and watching tv when they're eating their food good morning ian you are, of course, right on this one. Since you raised this about a year ago, I went home that day and set a new rule. At dinner time, the TV is off, no tablets, and for us adults, no phones. It's been harder for the boys, but now we have conversations. It's much better. Thanks, Ian. Ian? Yes? Do you check that there's no hairs in the dinner? Whoa! Ken, for goodness sakes. What on earth? Is Ken co-hosting the show with me this morning?
7: Well, ah.
6: It feels like it, doesn't it?
7: It does a bit, but a flippin' heck. His input is a little on the uh, blue
6: side, isn't it? It's a little bit adult. A bit raunchy. Something for the dads. Now, you may remember that trainee doctors were removed from the paediatric unit at Bedford Hospital last July over fears that a child could be harmed. The problems were caused by a lack of senior staff to supervise junior doctors. Well, now, uh, Health Education East of England, the body that withdrew the trainees in the first place, says they can now return from August following a successful inspection. Joined now by Dr Peter Wilkinson, who is part of the inspection team. He's also director of the local GP training scheme. Good morning, Peter. Do you know what, Peter, for a second I panicked. My, my father-in-law is uh, uh, a doctor. He's also called Dr Peter Wilkinson. And for a second I was, was worried it was going to be him and he'd tell me off for doing a childish radio show. I'm glad it's not. How can we be sure the inspection got to the bottom of exactly what's wrong?
8: Um,
27: well, first of all, I'm confident I'm not your father, so rest assured on that. That's a relief. Um, the, um, the inspection was uh, actually carried out by the GMC, General Medical Council and they reviewed the system in Bedford to ensure that uh, they were confident that we could uh, provide excellent training for our junior doctors and that this was a sustainable process for the future. The East of England deanery also uh, were present at that uh, review, uh, and they also were extremely confident that uh, what we said we could do was indeed the case.
6: For junior doctors to complain that they felt they worked in, quote, an unsafe way, that's very serious, isn't it?
27: It's so important that the working environment is one in which junior doctors feel that they can talk freely about their circumstances and that if there are any issues that they have, that the channels of communication are open and that they know that they're going to be heard and that we're going to do something about it. And the current uh, increased resources that have been put in, uh, I believe, are exactly the ones that are required to to protect their future. We want junior doctors to enjoy their experience. We need them to stay locally. Many of our current GPs have come through the training programme. We, we can't uh, tolerate a situation where they are finding that they're getting substandard training. Training has to be excellent, and we believe that it will be exactly that.
6: Peter, is it, is it uh, resources, or is it the the attitude that, that primarily had to be changed? Because we did hear stories of urgent phone calls being to, to senior doctors being ignored and, and people's lives being put at risk, didn't we?
27: As we all know the two go hand in hand. Uh, If you have adequate resources people have the time and the opportunity uh, to be able to make education a high priority Um, and uh, I believe that with the extra resources that have gone in uh, there is now every reason to uh, believe that uh, we're able to provide um, prompt Um, responses to any concerns that junior doctors have education i think is a window into uh, the service that we're providing and and the two go together i I think if one is improved then uh, the other will undoubtedly follow suit
6: peter what what does this mean for the long-term future of the unit do you think do you you think it it will progress and grow and will be uh, as safe as we all hope it will be the long-term uh, future of what? What? Sorry, of the uh, of the unit, the paediatric unit. Of the paediatric unit, uh, yes. Well,
27: I think that um, what's been remarkable is how well local people have worked together. Everybody's been involved in this, so parents, families. Uh, local politicians, uh, the media, GPs, the clinical community, everyone's been involved and everyone's been pulling in the same direction. That, that's terrific to see. And there is a healthcare review going on at the moment which will include paediatrics and we're looking to try to ensure that the local service is as good as it can be and it's accessible locally. Uh, that we have the expertise, that we're able to sub-specialise within the paediatric department. And I think there are uh, really strong reasons for us to be very positive about the future of the the paediatric department.
6: Dr Peter Wilkinson, thank you very much for your time. Joined now by Dave Hodgson, the Mayor of Bedford. Dave, we've talked about this so many times. Uh, What are your thoughts on on the situation now?
15: Well, of course, it's it's excellent news that the, uh, the doctors in training are coming back to Bedford Hospital. But we saw with the uh, the independent report looking back several years that this was not a, a, an isolated case, and I think the hospital has and needs to have le- learned lessons about making sure it, it actually listens to what people say. Um, I'm glad to hear that uh, that Peter thinks that uh, we're moving forward. and I believe we are as well. But you know what we need to do is we need to have the full paediatric service back now, and that's including the inpatients, who still haven't returned to Bedford Hospital. Do we got any idea w- when or if that's going to happen? No, I'm, I'm worried because I think I hear, I hear a lot of people in the health service say the 23-7 um, model is acceptable, 23 hours a day. You know, and that still means that if you have to have inpatient for your child, you've got to travel 20 miles to take them to hospital to go and visit them and for the family to visit them, and I don't think that's acceptable.
6: Do you think the lessons have been learned, Dave?
15: I think so, and I, um, I, it, from what I see, I think they've been learned, and I think the hospital is moving forward uh, incredibly the CQC results show that it's uh, at one of the best hospitals in the region in terms of the, the quality of care. I worry about the reviews. I mean, this next review, remember we looked at a very um, small but critical case of doctors in training, and we've now got a full review of the hospital that's an eye-walking from million on top of the uh, the, the aborted and, and uh, discredited Healthy Together, which uh, adds up to 5.4 million on reviewing uh, what's happening. That could have been spent investing in our hospital, and I think it should have been.
6: It's a lot of money, isn't it, to be spent on on kind of looking at things that you hope would be all right. Dave, let, let's keep our fingers crossed that this is, this does signal a move in the right direction for Bedford Hospital. It's had a tough 18 months, two years. Uh, we, 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 we're still not quite sure where it's going to go. That's Dave Hodgson, the Mayor of Bedford. Call
3: 08459 455 555
6: BBC Three Counties Radio Kath, totally rocking out to the uh the old jingle there are you are any it's a good of you beat. sorry it's got a good beat did you watch that clip i just sent you
7: no it's broken my computer
6: oh uh-huh. paul scoins i've just retweeted a a very funny clip that paul scoins has just retweeted n s f not suitable for work w it's although a- it's very funny
7: no i'm not going to listen to it now in case it pops no, out of your mic no it'll pop
6: out of your mic it's uh, it's a sky reporter so they film packages for sky
9: I'll
6: it okay i want to turn your microphone off then, cuz it might pop out your mic uh, they film packages for sky and they, then they show them during the show obviously mm-hmm. and it's, it's the presenter going well let's go to our reporter now who's there and it's a reporter outside big ben doing a report and big ben goes off let's just say he's not very zen
7: no, he's not, is he?
6: He gets a little bit sweary.
7: And uh, To be honest, if you're going to do a report next to Big Ben, check the time.
6: <laughs> there is, There are so many clues as to when it's going to make that big noise, yeah. aren't there? Yeah. That the, the hands. The, the hands, massiveness. The massiveness and the big hands are the things. You got it, Kels? Good
9: one, apparently. <laughs> I just watched it. What a Muppet.
6: Catherine, you, you watch it. I'll turn your microphone off. Go on, let's get it your... It's
9: fine. You, you didn't hear me. Um... I turned your yeah. microphone off. Oh, did you?
6: Yeah. Oh, OK. So Catherine's microphone is turned uh, off now.
9: He, he says it quite quietly. It's fine. I
6: love things like But it, it's her face when it goes back to the studio. He,
9: he's oh, doing his report. He knows he's yeah. live and he's on air. Yeah. And then as he's talking, Big Ben interrupts. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he's standing outside Big Ben. He must yeah. know the time. Yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> and, um, you would think.
9: Bong... <laughs> and then, he, then he swears. I love it. Then he bomb. cuts back as if it's Big Ben's fault.
6: Yeah. Well, in many ways,
9: it slightly is. But in, in many ways,
6: in many ways it, it is. It's
9: always Big Ben's. fault Sorry, Catherine. Chief political correspondent as well.
6: Old oh, blamer. Okay. Let's 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 enjoy Catherine as she enjoys this moment. Okay. Live on BBC Three Counties, Counties Radio. Radio. She's watching a clip on YouTube.
9: Ken's still there? Ken, you still there? Yeah. <laughs> good luck. Hilarious. He's been there since
6: school. <laughs> He's been there since about what
9: time has he been
6: there? What since? time you been there since Ken? Half seven. Half seven, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. I get up early. Yeah. yeah. Kath, I'm glad someone's getting to the
9: bottom of it. Oh, you, why, why is it wrong
6: with you this morning, Ken? What? You got potty mouth.
9: A bit now.
6: Here we are, what? another World Cup.
8: Oh, I think
6: it's Oh, Roy, do yeah. Okay, right. Oh. We're so late for travel. I'm, uh, travel, are you there? Her
9: name's I Nicola. am indeed.
6: I know her name's Nicola. I was oh dear.
9: Just...
6: We're so late for you, Nicola. That's all right, it's rather amusing. And now we're going to be late for Simon. <laughs> and he's already uh, hes already sent an email that he CC'd me into the boss saying I humiliated on air with the Nicky Lauder joke.
9: What joke
6: name? was that? Um, th- doesn't work like that. Oh, we're so late!
9: Wait, what's his name? Louder! Ah, what's his name? News
6: for beds,
16: cards, and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1's looking slow, heading southbound between Junction 15 for Northampton and Junction 14 for Milton Keynes. Also heavy on the M1 between Junction 13 at Salford Road and Junction 11, Dunstable Road. Take a look at the M25, heavy, heavy anti-clockwise between Junction 22, St Albans and Junction 16, the M40. And also rather slow between Junction 24, Potter's Bar and 26, Waltham Abbey. No reported problems on the trains. Nicola Richards, BBC Three, Counties Road. Yeah,
6: Nicola, let's be funny. We're late for the news now.
4: Sorry. Well, just <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's suddenly
6: it's, tw- it's nearly half past a minute past eight. What, what, what are we banging on about? Uh, disaster. Disaster. Local
3: and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
11: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's eight o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines: Child arrests fall across the three counties. Farage targets Aylesbury in the general election, and junior doctors returning to Bedford Hospital.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. The biggest reduction in the last five years was in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes, with arrests down by 69%. Francis Crook is from the Howard League for Penal Reform, who compiled the figures.
23: Police forces like Hertfordshire have put a lot of effort into um, giving their their frontline police officers professional discretion to resolve things. So, for example, if a child is caught shoplifting, much better to take the child back to the shop, make them apologise, promise not to do it again.
0: David Cameron will join other EU leaders in Brussels today where they will discuss the success of UKIP and other Eurosceptic parties in the European elections. The Prime Minister says it can't be business as usual. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets.
1: We're looking at Aylesbury, we're looking at Rotherham and Eastleigh and parts of Cambridgeshire and many others. These are constituencies in which UKIP has come first in European elections and now has
0: built up a base in local government. Lloyds Banking Group has announced that a 25% stake in the TSB is to be floated on the stock market next month. Lloyds has to sell its TSB branches to meet European regulations. Junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. Trainees were withdrawn last July after concerns were raised about a lack of supervision by senior staff. The hospital's chief executive, Stephen Conroy, told this programme the conditional range Will be reviewed at regular intervals. This is the first time that the
22: uh, GMC and Health Education England have ever returned uh, trainee doctors once they've been withdrawn, so that's uh, fantastic news for us. But clearly, they're going to be very cautious, and the idea is that they'll, they'll give us four trainees back in August. They'll carry out a review that's planned anyway in October, uh, and subject to that review, uh, we should get more trainees back the uh, following April.
0: Police are continuing to hunt a prisoner who walked out of an open jail in Buckinghamshire on Sunday evening. 36-year-old Wayne Macleod absconded from Spring Hill Prison in Grendon-Underwood sometime between 5.15 and 8.15. Thames Valley police believe he may be in the Reading area. The Nigerian military says it knows where Islamist militants are holding more than 200 schoolgirls who were kidnapped last month, but the army said it would be too dangerous to use force to free the teenagers. In sports, Southampton boss Maurizio Pochettino Know, is in advanced talks with Tottenham to become their new manager and Andy Murray starts his French Open tennis campaign today against Andre Golubev of Kazakhstan. The weather cloudy with showers or longer spells of rain which will be heavy at times. A maximum temperature 15 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of Beds, Hearts
20: and Bucks. It's lovely, all the green, all the horses, and no one tolls you off if you walk on their bit of land.
3: And all this week, we're featuring Dunstable. We
10: had a great celebration
3: this year, which was the 800 years of the foundation of the Priory. It's all about where you live.
15: I find it very attractive. Nice place to live.
3: The big tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks. BBC Three Counties Radio
6: suddenly it's four minutes past eight sing hosannas the end oh by the way i've got a shoot off straight after the show oh
7: that's a disappointment sorry okay
6: no but why did you say it in that way
7: well you say it like oh i'm going to be withdrawing my attention from you now like i should be upset about it well
6: you should be a little bit disappointed Fine. at least go over it. what well am i still on air what? unbelievable Lots to talk about this morning if you want to take part 08459 455555 Child arrests are down, dementia care is up and also, what little tricks have you got for um, keeping your children in check Mine are, the threat of putting the television in the garage, I've done it before so he knows it's real The other one is, I uh, pretend to phone his teacher, the eldest one's teacher Oh, I'm going to get on the phone to Mrs Jones Oh no, don't do that Hello, is that Mrs Jones? Yes, my son is being a little... I oh, No, I'll do it, I'll do it, Daddy, I'm sorry. What little tricks have you got for keeping them in check? 08 oh, 459 five, 455 double, 555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
6: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Now, we're all... Hearing, aren't we? How kids today—all oh, they're little so-and-sos—and they don't respect anybody, and they uh, have fewer boundaries. Well, if you believe what you read in some of the papers, they're cheekier, they're more aggressive, they're more lawless. Well, one charity is going to burst, or at least attempt to burst, that bubble for you. According to the Howard League for Penal Reform, police are arresting significantly fewer children across the three counties than they were five years ago. There's some numbers. Bear with me. There's not too many. The figures suggest a review of police procedure has led to a 57% fall in the number of 10 to 17. Year olds in Bedfordshire, 69% in the Thames Valley, and 67% in Hertfordshire, where David Lloyd is the police and crime commissioner. David joins me now. He says, A review of police procedure. What does that mean exactly?
13: Well, we work quite hard, Ian. Nice to see you. Um, we work quite hard uh, with the Howard League just to review what we do with people mm. um, when they've committed a crime. And, of course, it's not easy because um, the highest proportion of people who offend are under the age of 24. That's the majority of people who offend. Actually, that's the majority of people who are victims as well. So it's not easy. But clearly, uh, the child who steals from the sweet shop um, the most proportionate way mm. of making sure that uh, we don't criminalise them but they know what they do is wrong, is to do it swiftly to take them back to the shop and say to the shop owner um, this is the child and the child to say sorry. That's it's the way it the should
6: be. The 21st work. century equivalent of a, a, a clip around the ear. Exactly that. I was surprised that 10-year-olds could even be arrested. So, what? I mean, is it just nicking sweets from shops? Or
13: are there more high crimes there? Are there worse well, crimes? Um, the very worst crimes are committed by some people under the age of 18. Mm. Um, and uh, quite often that's because there isn't the maturity there. Quite often that's because there isn't perhaps the, uh, the right education in place. So actually what I'm focusing on is how we get diversionary Uh, things in place. So, for example, if you're in South Oxy, Box Clever, uh, they teach uh, children how to, how to box properly, but how to, to keep themselves fit. Um, if you uh, go to uh, um, some uh, parts of the county, Fire and Rescue are running a life course, which those who have been arrested or at risk of being arrested mm. go on to find out actually how to work together as a team, how to work better. Putting people into diversionary areas works, and it works well. So the figure's now 67% down in Hertfordshire. Well done for that. Does that mean less crime is being committed? Well, that's uh, what I hope. But it also... I mean, one of the huge difficulties we've got and uh, is played out elsewhere, and I've, I've talked before and will probably talk again about what is crime. In fact, come to my lecture and hear about it in a, in a few weeks' time. But uh, there is this whole issue about uh, is crime recorded mm. uh, the same as the amount of crime? Um, uh, I think it's very difficult to know exactly what crime is because um, clearly we've got to put on the register somewhere that that Mars bar has gone missing if it's been reported, and it is a crime. Mm. But I think actually what's more important is how we deal with it and that the victim is also content because actually most shopkeepers would also say, I want that restorative justice. I just want them to say sorry and not do it again. I was going to say, are the shopkeepers happy with this or do they see this as, as wimping out? The whole point about restorative justice, as you might call it, is making sure that it's the victim, first of all who controls what happens Mm. and actually most shopkeepers in this case would be content to do it that way Um, it makes a lot more sense more to the point I don't want people in 30 years time to find they can't get a job because they stole a Mars bar 30 years ago Mm. and that of course is the problem we've got if we don't end up with proper restorative justice taking them out of the system so we put the crime on the on on the record needs to be done but we don't then uh, hold it against the person in a way which uh, goes against their name forever. You've previously said as, as a commissioner you'd like to have powers over youth justice. How would that work? Well, I think that uh, really what I want to have, uh, I, I think, would be better would be, if you like, a better power over the whole area of criminal justice. That's really what police and crime commissioners are doing. To an extent, of course, it starts through through this end. But if you could see it right the way through the CPS, right the way through to, to the end, mm. I think you'd be more likely to get these good outcomes.
6: Good figures. It, I, I, I feel like I should be giving you a, a rollicking about something, but... Uh, I'm, I'm
13: sure we'll find a reason have, to. You must I'm have sure. something up your sleeve that we I can pounce <laughs> on. <laughs> I, I look forward to coming back to, to talking about it, as always. David,
6: very nice to see you again. Good Thank you very you. much indeed. 08459 455555.
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
16: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC
6: Three Counties Radio. be a good thing, hasn't it? If, if if the crime figures are down, if they're using uh, different techniques to scare the kid, it, 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 I guess part of it is a, a little bit of a fear thing, isn't it? You, yeah. you get caught by a copper and dragged back to a shop, it's 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 fearful.
7: Well, that's the way it should be. Some kids don't feel that way, do they?
6: Uh, We've got an email from Jenny. Ian, you're talking about being arrested. My son, who was five at the time, stole some sweets from our local news agents. When I found him munching on them, I frog-marched him back and made him tell the owner he'd stolen them. He was so upset, he's never done it again. He's now 24 and a dad himself and does not allow his son to open or eat anything until he's paid for them. He said what I... Was, uh, I um, was in a supermarket, very well-known supermarket the other day. It was Tesco. I don't know if you've heard of it. Yeah, I'm aware of its work, yeah. And I was buying some supper. My supper... Uh, Consisted of a big tub of yogurt, you're and so posh. some carrots, supper, and uh, I, I bought some water. I had some water as well. I was Queuing up, the queue was massive, and I was so thirsty. And for the first time ever in my life, I actually had to open the water <gasps> in the queue. No, you
9: didn't
6: have to. I did. I was. I was. I could have passed out. No, you
9: couldn't. What's wrong with that? Sorry. What's wrong with you? You shouldn't do it. No, but aren't you going to pay for it anyway? Well, yeah,
6: I am, but I but could. You're
9: going to pay for it, whether it's in the bottle or your mouth. Yeah, but it's about self-control. Can you really not wait for two more minutes?
6: Keep your hands off, Kelly. Again.
9: Hmm? Keep Sorry.
6: issuing that plea to you, but uh, and I felt really guilty doing it. And that's touch you here. Mm, I that's not so bad, but still, that's uh, 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 infringing infringing of. The rights. I have been brought up properly. You don't eat stuff when no. you. So when you see kids in the, the trolleys with their mums and they're m- chomping on some animal crackers or something.
7: I saw an adult once eating a baguette. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I mean that's a long snack. Wow! And you've got to walk right around with it. You had to put half of it on the end of the uh, the checkout. For heaven's sake! Really, in, it's going to take you ten minutes to get out of there.
6: If you Wait. walked around in a shop and made yourself a sandwich. <laughs>
7: Which you could do if you pay for the ingredients
6: Yeah, but if you just got, got, got a couple of slices of some bread Got a couple of slices of bread Got <gasps> some cheese What
9: would you make?
6: Well, I'd have a cheese You'd have a shop
9: a, full of ingredients All the ingredients
6: you, you want it's, it's just like a munchy heaven what, Imagine doing that And I don't a I, salad I think that's a legal loophole I think that they can't do you for that If you eat it in the shop
8: Yeah I
6: think I'm not sure on the, the actual technicalities But
7: you have to put all the empty packets on the thing at the end, don't you? That's
6: the rule I want to pay for them Yeah Are oh, you going to pay for them in your world, are you?
7: But that's, uh, i think that's the world.
6: I'm just going to chomp on them. Let's let's that's do it. That's theft. Le- well, uh, they
7: should weigh you at the end and you
6: make <laughs> you pay. Because <laughs> well, you're not allowed—what you're not allowed to do now—and you were in the 70s and the 80s. Just have a little grape.
7: Well, some people still think that's okay. You know, I that's still a think pop it's grape in
6: your mouth. I think it's
9: poor discipline, apart from something else.
6: Okay, when you go picking strawberries,
9: never done it. What? Do shopkeepers mind? What, when to
6: you to steal s- their food, yeah, no, they to object just swipe to that. An
9: empty packet of crisps rather than a pack of crisps.
6: I, I suspect they, they would think find you're it. A
9: scumbag, yeah.
6: They would find it humiliating. Basically, you're kind of just punching them in the face.
9: No.
7: I
6: took go back to something. You've never been to pick fresh strawberries. No. Why would I do that? Sorry. No, why? I
9: haven't either.
6: What? To show your kids where food comes from. I don't and have kids. I'm talking to, to the other one now. I'm okay. Talking to Kate. To show your kids where. No,
9: I don't have kids.
6: F- talking to Kate. Okay. To show your kids, but I don't have any, where food comes from and what the, the effort that's put into getting food. And also, it's fun. It's fun. Can I burst your bubble? Yeah. Their granddad's got an allotment. So what does that mean?
7: So they know where it comes from. It Comes D- from granddad's allotment.
6: Does he grow strawberries? I grow strawberries. So you pick We've got them. Got peas in the garden. Okay. We? Oh, well, then no, you're, I've never you're, gone no, to
7: the no, no. farm and pick someone else's.
6: So you're so you're basically you you're lying. So you pick strawberries. No, but this well, you pick strawberries. Th- we get like two a year. You pick strawberries. No, you pick strawberries. You pick, you pick, strawberries.
8: Strawberries.
6: You you pick, pick strawberries. strawberries. You pick strawberries. You pick strawberries. You pick strawberries. You pick strawberries. But I've
7: never picked anyone else's. Oh,
6: 08459 five, 455 double 555. Double it's the telephone number. It's fun! You go picking strawberries, it's fun! And you've got... It's fun when you discover the good patch. But where were you going with that story? I've got no idea! You're going to
7: say, I'll go to a farmer's field, pick his strawberries and eat a few.
6: Yes, I will... St- I'm happy to steal from farmers. Then you are a thief. Thank you very much indeed.
16: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
4: BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1 heading southbound, still looking rather slow between Junction 15 for Northampton and Junction 14 for Milson Keynes, also heavy on the M1 between Junction 12 Flittick and Junction 9 for Redbourne. In Berkhamsted, there's been an accident on the High Street just between Kings Road and Hall Park, um, so there's causing a few delays in the area there. The M25 heading anti-clockwise, slow moving on the sensors between 22 St Albans and Junction 16, the M40. The A1 is looking heavy heading southbound between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner, and the A1M slow moving between Junction 9 for Letchworth and Junction 7 for Stevenage. No reported problems on the trains. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Nicola, have you ever stolen from a farmer?
4: Yes, I have.
6: And how does that make you feel as a person? Uh, It was good. It was worth it. It's 8.16. It's Tuesday the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the Three Counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. BBC Three Counties Radio's big tour of beds, hearts and bucks.
4: Even though it's a small town, you've got a lot of things to do in it.
3: Inviting everyone to where you live.
5: It's a lovely town, it's got a great history. And all this week we're featuring Dunstable. That's part of Dunstable, the Priory Church. It's just
3: full of history and I love it. We're just by the lovely clock tower in Ashton Square.
15: It's a very friendly town and the people are excellent.
3: If you've got a story everyone should hear about, let us
16: tell them about it. Dunstable, the right investment has the potential to be a very, very prosperous town.
3: The Big Tour of Beds, Hearts and Bucks from BBC
6: Three Counties Radio. Ever stolen anything from a farmer? What? Have you ever stolen anything from a farmer? No. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's... I have. Have... What? Well, only strawberries... stolen from a farm. Only strawberries. I mean, oh. Nick was doing the travel. She I, 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 she didn't say. The implication was she saw like a car or jewellery or something. I don't quite know what was going on there. Or a quad bike. A quad bike. They do love their quad bikes, those farmers, don't they? Uh, just strawberries. Oh, right. You, you, when you go... You've been, you've been strawberry picking, haven't you? Yes, I have. Fun, isn't it? Oh, it's great fun. But you have a little... Well,
5: yeah... So you have stolen from a farmer. Yeah, although I, d- I wouldn't actively eat them without washing them oh. because I do wonder about what might be on them. Who washes fruit and vegetables? Lightway. Why would you do that? Well, because you can, you can get all kinds of diseases from tomatoes. I told my father off about that the other day.
6: What disease can you get
5: from you, a tomato? You can die from eating a tomato if it's not washed.
6: Seriously, you could get salmonella from, from tomatoes. You can get what? Salmonella. Oh eight four five nine <clears throat> four, double, five, five, double, five. Have you died from eating a tomato? Call me now. Yeah. No, you can. You can get very ill from eating unwashed fruit and vegetables. <laughs> and a lot of... <laughs> what uh, was that, Catherine? No calls, I'm
7: afraid.
5: No
6: calls. It must be one. true. It is. It is true, Catherine. Yeah. Now, have you... Do you never I bet you're one of those people that peels carrots as well. Well, take or, them out of the or, ground, bang them on your leg. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. It's not disgusting. Do you, know what, do you know what they
5: grow carrots in? The ground. Faeces.
6: I thought it was soil. And faeces. Well, if it we don't kill you, it make you stronger. What's on your show this morning? Coming
5: up on the big phone in this morning from 9... Are you pleased with the results of the European election oh. uh, this morning? Party leaders will meet in Brussels to discuss their response to the UK Independence Party's victory at the European elections. It was it was wasn't it? Yes. Mammoth, mammoth. Well, I've already spoken to the UKIP leader, Nigel Farage, this morning to find out how he plans to take the party forward after their European success. Meanwhile, Labour leader Ed Miliband is in neighbouring county of Essex today where he's due to give a speech about rebuilding trust in politics. Uh, the Lib Dems, they're responding to calls from inside the party that Nick Clegg should resign as leader. The success of the UK Independence Party has certainly raised questions that the other party leaders need to answer. Mm. Well, from nine this morning, I want your reaction to the European election results. It is pretty historic, really. First time a political party, other than Labour or the Conservatives, have won an election across the UK. Yep. Do you know that? In 100 years. Mm. Quite remarkable. Well, from nine this morning, your calls on 08459 555. Are you pleased with the results of the European election? Or perhaps like some people I've spoken to this weekend, you are absolutely horrified. And one lady I spoke to at the weekend, horrified at the British people. What, what on earth's wrong with them, she said to me. What on earth Gosh. is wrong with
6: people? It's democracy. Voting for UKIP, she said. What's wrong with them? It's democracy. You don't always like it, but that that's democracy. You know, I, the, the result might go your way, it might not go your way. It's democracy.
5: Well, from nine this morning, I'd like your reaction, please. Are you pleased with the results of the European election? 08459 455555. Stay there,
6: because uh, Ian is in Northampton. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Ian. You're here to back me up on this nonsense that Jonathan Vernon Smith thinks you can die from a tomato.
11: No, I'm here to back Jonathan up. Yeah. What? Absolutely. He's absolutely right. A friend of mine got poisoned by French beans
5: a few years ago. Oh, those French beans. See, that's why you, Kip, have done so well. <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> those dirty French beans coming over here and poison. Well, How, what, how did he get poisoned by French beans? Well, it, 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 they weren't washed. And yes. And he ended up in hospital.
12: Oh. And it's very expensive and they said he'd been poisoned by them because
6: they hadn't been washed. Had he you always washed French beans. Had he eaten anything else, like prawns or something?
21: No, they everything
6: they'd eaten. OK, it, it it down it's, it's, the, it's such a bad line that I don't think we can take that caller's point as being valid. Do you know what they grow French beans in? The earth. Faeces. Oh, for goodness sake!
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
16: This is Ian Lee.
3: BBC Three Counties Radio. Dear
6: 08459455555 oh, double five, five, double five is the telephone number. A retirement home in Bedford has come up with a unique way of helping residents with dementia. Communal areas at Dame Alice Court have been transformed into themed areas and the hairdressers has a 1950s look to help tenants remind them of their past. The work was funded by the government at a cost of hundred and forty thousand pounds. Joined now by Linda Barnes from the Alzheimer's Society. Is this technique kind of quite well known, Linda? Um, I think it's becoming more well known. I
20: think, and also the money from the government has helped push the, this initiative forward. So um, I know that there are others looking at it. And reminiscence, as we know it, as is a good tool for helping us to engage with people with dementia um, and you know for their memories and everything else. So it's a good way to. you know, to help them.
6: Does it need to be as all-encompassing as as having a a 1950s themed hairdresser or or, or can people kind of do these things at home?
20: Oh no you can easily do them at home through pictures um, stories, videos anything like that really I suppose it's about understanding the person with dementia and what their interests were, what they might have done when they were younger and you can use uh, any sort of tool really to help them. Um, I know of um, museums that have reminiscent boxes that might have like, you know, so from a certain area, and the smells and the aromas can to can um, engage with people and help them, you know, recall information, you know, as well.
6: Isn't it funny how um, you know you can sit there and tell someone something and it won't register, but if you show them a picture or they smell something or they hear a certain piece of music, it, it just seems to join the dots, doesn't it?
20: Well, it does, and it's also, I suppose, wh- where they've got to in their stage with dementia, as we know that you know often you know the most recent things are the things that we forget most, and then we go back. I always I say go back in time it's like a reversal I think you learn things as you grow up and then it's all of a sudden it feels like you're going back on a reversal and it's those things that people are able to recall that are in that part of their memory and you know, music is one of the things that we know people can engage with and they can enjoy still things like that together
6: Does the Alzheimer's Society kind of do things like this?
20: Yes, we use it. We use it in our services quite a lot. So um, we haven't maybe gone to the point of designing things like, you know, shops and hairdressers. But, um, in, in you know, I do know um, in Berkshire that we have um, what's known as REM pods. And
8: a, rem, a REM pod?
20: Yes, yeah, so it's called like a REM pod and it stands for a rem, reminiscence pod. And oh. What it is, you can say that, um, that there are different themes like the hairdressers, like the pub lounge, like the shop. And they're portable so you can oh. make a, a room look like it. So behind all that is oh. the normal everyday. Every day, things like so you'd have your normal flat screen TV, yeah. and then we can cover it over, and it makes it look like a, a TV from the fifties, sixties, or seventies sort of thing. So yeah,
6: isn't that interesting? It's- I suppose the problem with this is. You're going to need to update it every ten years or so, aren't you? Well, you will have to think about that as
20: the population changes, and uh, you know, because we're all used to different things. Like you know, you think you've got the iPhone, iPod, and Twitter, Facebook here and now. So, how are you going to do that for people to reminisce with? So, those are the things we continually have to think about uh, as we move forward.
6: Oh gosh! In about another forty years' time, I'm uh, if, if, if you know, <laughs> heaven forfend, I get something like this. I'm going to be surrounded by Rubik's cubes and uh, <laughs> the Human League gosh, posters and I've things. I those sort of things. Uh, terrible. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Linda, listen, I, I wish you the very best of luck Thank I, I, you, you. Know, k- Keep up doing the good work And it sounds like this uh, is a cracking idea That's Linda Barnes from the Alzheimer's Society You can share your stories on that Oh eight four 455555 We're also talking about, uh, well, there's a reduction in uh, y- y- child crime 10 to 17-year-olds are being arrested less Uh, Oh, no, this is is Helen, sorry, talking about we're we're going around a supermarket eating food. I worked in a major supermarket. We had a customer who every week would pick up a bunch of grapes, eat them on the way round the store, and then present the stalks at the checkout. The next time he came to my till, I called a manager to select a similar-sized bunch, asked the customer if he thought that was the approximate size, weighed them, and charged him for them. He stopped eating grapes on the way round the store after that. Why would you even think that that was acceptable? What, weighing the grapes? No. Eating them? Do you still, you, you don't get scales anymore? Yes, you do. No. Yeah. No, you don't. You do. Where?
7: Next to the fruit and veg? No. They're electronic?
6: No. Yes, you do. You don't? Fact. You have uh, incorrect facts. It happens. It doesn't happen. It happens. No, it doesn't. Because I don't remember it.
7: Ian, next time you go have a little look. Yes, Catherine. Have a little look. I'll have a little look. You'll see something shiny and metallic. Yeah, is it that? No, they're your fingers. You'll see something shiny and metallic that people are putting their fruit onto in little bags.
6: That's called a a shopping basket. Then a sticker pops out. No, it doesn't. Then you speak your sticker (laughs) The sticker doesn't pop out? You don't put your own stickers on. It's the thing that keeps my
7: kids going round the supermarket. They do the weighing.
6: Let me speak to the sensible one. Kelly?
9: Hello?
6: Kelly? Yep. Can you get Justin up? I need to have a word with him.
9: Sure. What now?
6: Yeah.
9: Watching GMTV. Sorry? Doesn't Chris Tarrant look like a pillow?
6: (laughs) Oh, whoa! Hang on a second. You can't libel one of Britain's greatest entertainers. I'm
9: looking at him. He looks like a pillow.
6: Okay, well, I've got no idea what was going on there. They don't have the scales in the supermarkets anymore. They used to have them. They don't have them anymore. They they don't, Catherine, they don't. They do. They actually do. They actually don't. They really do. No, they don't. They have They
7: haven't got them because no one weighs their food. You picked someone's up... in the supermarket now. Can you take a picture and say
6: Everything is pre packed to a certain weight, or you know what it you know what it looks like what you want it to be. You know what it looks like what you want it Even to everyone. be. Saying it over and over doesn't make it true. Who's this on the phone? Lee. Hello, hello well, yeah, go on Lee. What do you want to say? You do get scales in supermarkets. See? What are you talking about? Where? Well, do you want me to name them? Yes, I do, actually. Well, Sainsbury's, as no. I went in there the other day. Wait, but, um, <laughs> you don't, mate. You do?
8: i went in there. Mate,
6: you don't. I don't know why you've called up to lie. <laughs> are, you, are you related to Catherine Boyle in some way? No, not at all. Yeah, uh, okay. And do, do you ever use them? Yeah, I do. I use, them on, I use them on Sunday. Why would you weigh things? You know what you want it to be by the way what it looks like. What? You know how much it costs? Who cares what it costs? You know, I want I need this amount of grapes. I need this amount well, of we, broccoli. some of us have to buy money here, not like you, mate. Well, you're you're but you're buying my broccoli and it's 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 much appreciated, Lee. Oh, eight four five nine four double five five oh five. Look, there are three more phone calls coming in. They are all agreeing with me.
16: Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC
4: Three Counties Radio. Slow moving on the M1, heading southbound on the speed sensors between Junction 13 for Bedford and Junction 12 for Flittick. Also heavy on the M1 between Junction 12 for Flittick and 9 at Redbourne. The A1M's looking rather slow as well between Junction 9 at Letchworth and Junction 7 for Stevenage. And in said there's been an accident at the moment on the high streets. That's between Kings Road and Hall Park, so there's some delays there in the area. The M25 in both directions, rather slow moving between Junction 24 for Potter's Bar and 26 for Waltham Abbey. And taking a look at the A1, that's looking slow, heading southbound between the Holiday Inn and Stirling Corner. No reported problems on the trains. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Nicola Richards, farm thief. (laughs) What did you steal, jewellery, rings, cash? (laughs) Courgettes. Across
16: beds, hearts and bugs.
3: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets. David Cameron has been pressing his case for far-reaching reforms to the European Union in a series of phone calls to EU leaders. He'll join other heads of government in Brussels today. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August Following a successful inspection,
11: three county
0: sports
3: BBC Three Counties Radio
0: Tottenham are in advance talks with the Southampton mar- manager Maurizio Pochettino, to take over at White Hart Lane. The Argentinian would become Spurs ninth manager in 13 seasons. BBC pundit Mark Lawrenson believes he should consider that short term ethos. Pochettino's
14: leaving leaving a club like Southampton who probably until they, they got rid of Cortez, actually, we're a, we're a team and a club thinking of six months, 12 months, 18 months, two years down the
0: road, and I just don't see that with Tottenham. Fleetwood won the League 2 playoff final, beating Burton 1-0 at Wembley, and Wickham striker Stephen Craig has signed a new one-year contract. The 33-year-old joined Wanderers last summer. In tennis, there was a major shock at the French Open, with third seed and Australian Open champion Stan Wawrinka losing in four sets to Spain's Guillermo Garcia-Lopez. Andy Murray starts today against Andre Golubev of Kazakhstan. More from Russell Fuller.
5: Poor in Madrid but much improved in Rome and with five Davis Cup clay court matches already under his belt, optimism of another strong grand slam showing is rising. Murray told me he hasn't studied his draw this year so he won't know that his Davis Cup nemesis Fabio Fonini rather than Vavrinka, is now the highest seed in his quarter. Murray will have to take care though against the world number 53 Andre Golubev as he's already beaten Vavrinka in Davis Cup this year. But the cream normally rises to the top over five sets and Murray should run out a comfortable winner.
0: And Mercedes boss Nicky Lauda says he will talk to Lewis Hamilton before the next race in Canada to smooth over the tense situation within the team. The Hertfordshire driver accused teammate Nico Rosberg of deliberately going off the Monaco track to stop him challenging for pole in Saturday's qualifying session with Rosberg then going on to win Sunday's race. BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at nine. (laughs)
11: 08459
8: 455
6: four double five five double
21: five. BBC Three Counties Radio. Ken, what? Hello, Ken. Yes.
6: Can you hear me? Yes. Excellent. And in Bushy, good morning, Anne.
21: Good morning,
6: Ian. They do not have scales in supermarkets. Anymore, they are long gone, they're consigned to the history bin, to the memory banks.
21: You are a huge, 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 huge fibber. Sorry? I have, last year, I retired after 28 years.
6: You must be tired.
21: (laughs) Don't be rotten now, stop it. After 28 years in one of the supermarkets. And I still use one of the supermarkets and... They have scales in there, and like Catherine said, you get the little white ticket that comes out mm, to stick wh- on your shopping.
6: Why would you do that? Why don't you just go and s- um, scale it? Uh, let them weigh it at the counter.
21: No, 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 no. You, if mm, you yes, yes, for- yes, yes, yes. If yes. you forget,
6: forget what? To,
21: if you forget to have a, to weigh them yourself, you go to the, to uh, when you go to the counter, what, you- then they wear No, no, no. Now no, don't interrupt. Uh, you well, keep I'm not, doing I- this all the time, and I, and I
6: have to interrupt because you're talking utter
21: guff. No, no, uh, no. Are, are you going? Sorry. Thought- uh, we- when you as go far to your... as, as uh, eating things going around the shop, yes. I worked on checkouts, right? Yes. And when the customer used to come by, and she give you a banana skin, empty banana skin. Yeah. No more bananas, just one banana. No, skin no skin,
6: away. no bananas, just skin. So yes. I
21: used to say to one of my colleagues, "Could you go back and get me the biggest banana you can find?" Oh, yeah. Yes. You like a big one? <laughs> and you wear Steady. that. And it used to cost her more than the one she'd just eaten. Wing? But yes. if you... Can I name the shop then?
6: Well, are you going to be rude about them?
21: No, 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 no. Well, I suppose if you, you can. you've got the Sainsbury's over the dome... Yeah. Right opposite as the yeah. you will weigh your own Anne, food and venture. So bet you to there. get
6: to this Sainsbury's, do you have to get into your time machine and go back to 1973? No one has to weigh their food anymore and print up their own
21: price of tags. They do. you don't even go shopping anymore. No, so I, I get, would, the, I get the butler to
6: do it. But still, Anne, he never tells me about the because I go shopping. <laughs> you ask Jonathan. Jonathan is the one that knows
21: about shopping.
6: You ask Jonathan. Well Jonathan thinks you can die from a tomato poison. Oh no,
21: that frightened like me this morning because it's one of my favourite favourite fruits. Now you contradict me of it's tomatoes. Nice can fruit. we
6: just sort this thing out once and for all, okay? Yes, now dear, we I'm all sure. we all know that a tomato's a fruit, right? We all know it's a fruit. Yeah. Can't we just call it a vegetable? You don't have it in the fruit bowl. Let's call you put it in salads. Let's call it can't we just change the definition and call it a vegetable?
21: No, you can't keep changing just because
6: you want to change it. No, we're not going to keep changing. We're going to change it once, and <laughs> we're going to put it in the vegetable so that well, it's some smart Alec will go. Actually, it's not a vegetable. It's a fruit. Oh, get, get lost! It's a vegetable. We changed it in 2014. You sucker! <laughs> I said sucker, Anne. Before you start phoning up to complain. Anyhow, <laughs> okay, you take care. Thank you very much, Anne. Ken, what? It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, but you're supposed to wash your tomatoes. Reclassify it as a vegetable, I hey? Re- Reclassified it as a vegetable Yeah, that's right Thank you very much indeed, Ken Dave Luton's on the line Good morning, boss Good morning, Dave Would do you rent and ride at our lovely Kelly and Catherine G- You mean Kate? Catherine, pal Oh, I've got, got a message From Jonathan Vernon Smith uh, He's... <laughs> I don't know where... He's just messaged me, I keep my tomatoes in the fruit bowl! Of course he does. No, let's just reclassify them as veg... I can't believe, of all the stuff... We've talked about dementia, we've talked about kids committing crime, people are phoning in to talk about dying from tomatoes and scales. This is what it's well, come down to. You forgot the French
7: bean yeah. poisoning incident.
6: Oh, for goodness sakes.
12: Scales. Yes, Dave. Going to Tesco, Sainsbury's, Morrison's, you'll see the scales hanging up there that you can weigh, your potatoes, Why? your bananas.
6: Why would you want to weigh your potatoes? Why, because they come in single. If you don't want a bag right, of potatoes, you right, can right, you can right. weigh them. When I cook, when I cook potatoes, yeah, right, oh, I know go. I know how many potatoes I want to eat by by the number of potatoes. My eyes looking at them and my belly. Right, I don't think, hmm, do you know, I really fancy eating um, five kilograms of potatoes today. So I'm going to get five ki- kilograms of potatoes and and weigh them. Oh no, there's six kilograms. Put one of those kilograms of potatoes back because I, I go. Oh, that looks about right. I love that. Do you never?
7: Do you never follow a recipe? A what? A recipe where it'll say how many of something you want.
6: Not with potatoes, no.
7: Well, why?
6: Well, what, what can you cook potatoes? Can't go free you go with a Jacket potatoes, roast potatoes, uh, boiled potatoes, potato salad. That's your four potato meals.
7: Okay. What uh, about uh, your rosti?
6: Don't eat no that foreign muck. Uh, the case is Ian... Yes,
12: Dave. When you weigh, you. Um, Items, you're just seeing what the price is, don't you?
6: Well,
8: did, oh, no, you got All right, so, so okay, out. so
6: you're fo- you're following one of these so-called recipes, and no, you, no. You, you're going to go, oh, it says I need five kilograms of potatoes in this recipe, but no. I, I can't afford it, so I'm going to only get it three. Well, then then you no. then the recipe's no, ruined. Excuse me, excuse me. No, you weigh them to see how much the price
12: of those b- b- potatoes or bananas are, don't you?
6: What on earth? What, what meal has got potatoes and bananas in, you sick deviant? Oh, no.
12: Excuse
6: me. Don't let me to come down there, pal. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll come up there. I'll, well, meet, I'll meet you halfway. How's that sound? You're, okay, then. Good, lad. Thank you very much. Ken? Oi, 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 oi. Come on. Thank you very much. Sheila? Good morning. Good morning, Sheila. At last, a sensible voice in this uh, discussion. Someone who no doubt will support reason and indeed rhyme. Don't do
10: it in this poem. That would be do, uncomfortable. Do, do, do I do, 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 I assume da, da, da. Yes. that when you go shopping you only see things that are in a packet
6: well, uh, and not Sheila, loose can I the say loose assume, assume, that assume makes you an want ass to out buy, of you and me.
10: If you want to buy one and a half kilos of new potatoes no, or no. whatever, they are loose no. and they have to be weighed and they have little weighing machines. No. Well they we call also, them scales, Sheila. If you go to a place that begins with W, there are other supermarkets. WH Smiths. Waitress. Okay, yeah. Then you can turn around and there are scales and you put it on, you weigh it and you get your little sticker.
6: No, 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 no. You're wrong.
10: I'm afraid to say. Don't be afraid. I am right. And this happens today in this modern world.
6: No, Sheila, it doesn't. I don't know if you've noticed. When you go up to the till, right.
10: their till is a uh, weight... I don't expect that you've even noticed that you can go and work out your own shopping as you go round and zap it, No, they? I don't like that. that that's, not,
6: that's not what I'm going to the shopping experience for. Why would I want to work out how much it costs? I, I look at No, the you process. don't work
10: out. It's already totted up, so yeah. by the time you get to the till, Beautiful. you're through.
6: At the very very most, I will use those do-it-yourself tills, although it constantly breaks down and I have to get a young man to come and give me no, a hand. No, no,
10: no. These are not do-it-yourself tills. These are where you get your little zapper as you walk in. Why? And then you just look at the item you press it towards the item and it just takes it in and And then uh,
6: and then sheila gets into her metal box and drives to her home and shuts her door and has no conversation with anybody sheila is a robot we're losing the art of talking to people and having eye contact sheila
10: um well i think sometimes the art of conversation where you're always telling us we're wrong Mm. when we're actually right yeah. It's probably why we don't talk anymore. Hang
6: on, look, I'm the reason that you don't talk to people in supermarkets. No. That's libel.
10: Is it? Well, isn't it <laughs>
6: It's libel in the Bible.
10: Isn't it libel when you turn around and tell people they're wrong or call them silly names?
6: Not when it's fact Sheila.
10: Isn't that right, Ken?
6: Yes, yeah, right. Thank you very much indeed. Collins in Dunstable. Good morning. Good morning, Colin. Sorry, mate. Don't, don't apologise for being in Dunstable. No, I'm not apologising for being in Dunstable. Hang on a second. Ken? What? Can you say your name is Colin in Dunstable? My
0: name's Colin in Dunstable.
6: Uh, are you holding your nose when you do that? Yeah. Okay. Colin? Yeah. Can you say my name's. Hang on, who's that?
22: This is Colin in Dunstable.
6: No, I want to speak to the real Colin in Dunstable, not Ken pretending to be Colin I in Dunstable. I'm the
22: real Colin in Dunstable. No,
6: you're
12: not. I am. No, Ken. Oh, Colin. How are you, mate? I'm all right. Wash it tomorrow, in case you
6: get ears on them. I'm so confused. Yeah. I'm so confused. My screen has gone blank. I don't know who's, who's, who's which. So I... who's Colin in Dunstable? Me. Me. Well, hang on. Line one said it first. Who said it first? Me. Right, OK. So Colin. Yeah. No, not... Uh, fake uh, Ken, not you. I'm talking to the real Colin. I know um, Colin. I know. I'm talking to you. You told me to. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Colin. Oh, dear. Look, Ken, keep quiet. I'm talking to Colin. Colin? Yes. No, not you. They're talking to Colin. Oh, yes, yeah, me. Yeah, Colin? They've both oh, gone now. It he goes, he goes back on Monday. Who does? You do. Where? Money bomb. Right, Colin. I'm losing the world for this. Yeah, me too, to be honest. <laughs>
3: Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is Ian Lee.
6: BBC Three Counties Radio. I've got
7: a vexed text. you
6: got a what? I've got a vexed text. Oh, go on, who's, who's uh, got who some vexes? Bex?
7: Tom, Tommy Milton Keynes. That Nicky Lauder joke's about 30 years old, says Tom.
6: Which, the, which joke? Which joke? The joke about wh- who? Nicky. Nicky who? Forward, yeah. Nicky Lauder? <laughs> <laughs> It is about 30 years old, but it's still, fu- it's still funny, what man. What joke, though? You, you can't set it up like that.
9: What? Let's do it properly. Okay. What's his name? Who? Nicky Louders. Nicky Louders who? No, that's wrong. Come what are you in. You're doing wrong.
6: No, you've got to start with Knock Knock.
9: Who's, who's there? Nikki. Nikki who? who?
6: N- Nicky Louder. Nicky who? It doesn't work, because you can't say the first... You got, knock you got knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. No. It's... <laughs> You've got to... Moo! No. Okay, got, I
9: know what you're saying. Let's do it. Okay. What's his name?
6: Nicky Louder. Oh. No, then you well, say uh, Nicky um, who. No, because... Because the punchline has to be who. Louder.
9: Yeah. Okay. What's his name? Moo! <laughs> What's his name? Who? Nicky's. So
6: I was reading uh, about racing car driving in the 1970s and the 1980s when? at the weekend. I didn't see you reading. <laughs> Shush. Anything. And one of my heroes from that uh, was a, a racing gentleman whose name was Nikki Louder. Nicky who? Louder.
9: Nicky
7: who? That, that doesn't feel right. No, feels very wrong. It's about 30 years old, that joke.
6: Yeah, I don't know. Why are we telling that? Sorry, Tom. Yeah, sorry about that, Tom. I do, I do apologise. We'll have a quick look at the front pages, although I, I don't feel motivated to do such a thing anymore. Isn't it funny? We, we, we put out some really good stuff to talk about.
9: Nobody rang in about my singers who don't sing like they, you think that they well, would sing.
6: And also the good stuff that we put out to talk about.
9: Mm.
6: Uh, they call in to, to, to lie about the number of, um, wires. Ken? Ken?
9: Yes? What are you doing?
6: Mm. What? Why does it sound pick up your phone and stop being on speakerphone, you plum?
9: He's he's using the speakerphone to listen to the radio.
6: Right, Ken. No, I'm not. Have you fallen down a metallic hole?
8: No, I'm waiting to finish my poem.
6: Well, I can't finish, it's a terrible phone line. Oh right
9: Take us off speakerphone, Ken.
8: What do you
6: mean take off oh, fuck Alright,
9: really? <laughs>
6: that's what we're dealing. It sounds like
9: with. he's in space.
6: Now I'm I'm dubious of going um to Nicola for the travel. Why? Well, the whole have you stolen from a farmer thing, it was supposed to be a little bit of fun, a little bit of bants, just a bit of joshing. I don't, obviously, I don't condone stealing from farmers unless they really, really deserve it. No. And I was talking about, oh, I, you know, stole a couple of strawberries. I mean, oh, great, arrest me. Ooh, David they Lloyd, taste could, bitter. They, the they guilt. They tasted of tears and uh, faeces, strangely enough. <laughs> um, but but Nicholas, she actually stole a load of courgettes. What? She stole a load of courgettes. A load of courgettes.
7: That's about the most middle class thing you can steal, isn't it? Just,
6: I'm just, I'm just worried. If we go back to her now for the travel, you, a lot of young people are off on their half term this way. I didn't know it was half term. Found yeah, out the can... hard way.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Will the kids still be in there? <laughs> the
6: kids are on. <laughs> uh, I just, there are a lot of, lot of, lot of kids listen to this show. They look at me as, you know, being a, f- a fun kind of funky guy. I'm their inspiration. They're going to listen to Nick well, and go, oh, wait, so let's go and steal some courgettes. L- l-
7: let's rein it, rain it back, then. Core theft is not cool.
6: Yeah. What?
9: Course theft. the theft so of courgettes. So are you saying that you think her travel needs will be untrustworthy?
6: Well, I'm just saying. Can, could you trust someone who'd stolen courgettes from a farmer?
9: Probably. She's from Luton. I couldn't.
6: No, I certainly couldn't. So with that in mind, bearing in mind that 66 uh, percent, two thirds of this team don't trust uh, Nicola, the uh, travel girl. Let's let's get the travel. <laughs>
4: Thank you very much. The a heading southbound very slow moving between Junction 15 for Northampton and Junction 14 at Milton Keynes. In Dunstable there's uh, traffic lights aren't working at the moment on Luton Road at Boscombe Road Gyrotary so it's causing delays in the area there. Taking a look at the M25 heading clockwise very heavy between 24 Potters Bar and Junction 25 for Enfield. The M40 is looking very heavy on the Sensors bound between Junction 7 for Tame, Junction 4 for the Handycross Roundabout. So far the A1M slow moving between Junction 9 for Letchworth and Junction 7 for Stevenage. Nicola Richards, BBC 3 Counties Radio.
6: Nicola, thank you very much. Apologies to anyone who was offended by the bad language in that travel report there. It's 8.47. It's Tuesday, the 27th of May. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. UKIP leader Nigel Farage has named Aylesbury among their general election targets after their success in the European elections. Latest figures show fewer children are being arrested by police in the three counties. Arrests are down 69% in the Thames Valley, which covers Buckinghamshire and Milton Keynes. And junior doctors are to return to Bedford Hospital's paediatric unit from August following a successful inspection. This is BBC three Three Counties Radio. Let's get the latest weather now. Here's Ken.
3: Beds, Hearts and Bucks weather.
11: BBC Three Counties Radio. Shall I do it?
9: Ken? What? Do you want to do the weather with me? Yeah. Okay. So it's cool and cloudy with heavy what at times?
8: Right.
9: Yep. well done. Most areas will start off cool and cloudy with showery outbreaks of... Right. Yeah. This will affect most parts throughout much of the day with occasional heavier bursts at... Right. No. Maximum, uh, te- mm, maximum temperature of 18 what?
8: 18 degrees.
9: Celsius. Tonight it will be cloudy with further...
8: Right.
9: Yeah. Uh, and heavier bursts at times... It will also be misty over the Chilterns. If we look at Wednesday...
12: Uh, How do you know that?
9: Oh,
6: hello. Oh, for goodness sakes. It's going to be wet.
3: Every weekday from 12. Nick Coffer brings you. Why did Wet 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 break up? You know, it, it surprised me that it, that it lasted so long,
5: but I think there's always going to be hey. something shop. Great guests. A and Mirren King's charity is celebrating
14: its fifth anniversary after changing many young people's lives. Great music. This is the Drifters Kissing in the back row of the movies. Hello to Adam, who has messaged me so I'm playing some great tunes
6: today. Great conversations. I'm in the library in Houghton Regis as part of our big tour.
19: A lot of Houghton Regis was mainly 18th, 19th century. There was a big fire in the
5: 1600s, which burnt the village out.
3: Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC
8: <laughs>
6: Three Counties Radio. Uh, Tony Fisher, who works it, and I only found out last week that he's a reporter here, has just tweeted, uh, a racing gentleman, tomatoes, deaf footballers, and Ken, hashtag award-winning. And do you know what? I think he could be right. I think he could be right. 08459 555 is the phone number. Uh, Ken is in Luton. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. And Justin Dealey is... Well, where are you, Just? In Luton. Hey! Hey, good morning, boss. Good morning to you. It's been an odd show today, Just. Yeah, has, not it? Yeah. We've thrown out... Am I speaking to Ken or Justin? Uh JD. Oh, I'm Ken in Luton. Yeah, Ken in Luton. Right, OK, we're going to play a game, OK? Ken. Ken? Ken? What? You're going to say, I'm Ken in Luton. I'm Colin in Dunstable. OK, then I'm going to say, I'm Ken in Luton. And then Justin's going to say he's Ken in Luton, and the co- listeners have to call in and guess who's the real Ken in Luton, OK? Oh, yes. Right, you go first. I'm Ken in Luton. Right, uh, Ken in Luton number two, Where you go.
0: I'm calling in Dunstable. No, you
6: Oh, you've m- muffed it up. OK. Justin. I'm Ken. In Luton, who is the real Ken? Was it one, two, or three? Oh, eight, four, five, nine, four double five, (laughs) five double five. Now, this uh, kids watching TV and playing on phones and things when they're having their tea.
19: Yeah, you don't like
6: it. I don't like it. Really, I think it's bad parenting.
19: Mm, Absolutely. Well, uh, we had a a classic quote earlier on from one man who said, "Well, I've got two children and I let my two children watch the television during dinner time." He says, "Well, it's fine because uh, that they can watch the TV in between mouthfuls." What a quote that was.
6: Flip it. I think. It's shocking to be honest. The the,
19: uh, the uh, and it sounds
6: like. Uh, and, uh, sometimes I exaggerate things. I'm not on this. It genuinely breaks my heart that you don't sit down with your kids. And say right. So what did you do at school today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, uh, my boys ask me what I did at work. Yeah. You know, I explain to them what I did. They tell me what they. They tell me who they played with. They
19: tell me um, uh, what pictures they've drawn. They do all that kind of stuff. It's weird, Ian. At the end of this package coming up here, we have uh, something quite interesting. Yeah. We have uh, uh, we have two parents uh, with two different viewpoints, but. Uh, The survey out today says that almost 9 out of 10 children aged 6 to 10, they're using TVs, iPads, mobile phones, computers, video games and radios during dinner. So I've been getting a reaction from parents and grandparents. Here's what they had to say. Carrie, here with your granddaughter this morning. Would you allow your granddaughter to watch TV, play video games, play on an iPad during dinner time?
21: She can watch TV, but she's not playing on iPad or video games the TV is generally on yes yeah. why don't you turn it off <laughs> <laughs> because I have only I only live in a small place and there's mm. no room for a table and chairs or anything so we have to sit with it on our laps so she has it we have the TV on
19: I mean, if you had a dinner table, would you then turn the TV on?
21: Probably, yes. Yeah. Or have her sitting with her back to it.
19: Because uh. Ian's got this view this morning that if you're a parent or a grandparent, essentially, if you're letting your, your child that, that you're with watch TV during dinner time, you're a bad parent or a bad grandparent. What would you say to that?
21: No, I don't agree. Uh, we still chat. so We don't need to sit at the table and chat. We chat all the time. And she's at school all day, so, you know, that's her only bit of leisure time, really, because she she leaves me at half past six and she's home in bed by seven. And you can still have a conversation. Oh, yeah. Even though you're watching TV. Oh, Oh, yes.
15: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much. Thank you.
19: (laughs) Michelle, children eating their dinner, watching TV, how do you see that? Is that wrong?
15: I believe that to be wrong. They need to eat their dinner and not pay attention to what's going on on TV. Um, It was the way I was brought up. Um, we weren't even allowed to have drinks before we finished our dinner, so I don't think it's right for children to be eating dinner and watching TV at the same time.
19: Lisa, you've got uh, two children, correct? OK. Um, do you allow your children to, to watch TV during dinner time? No.
21: He
4: does. I
19: don't. <laughs> right, so we've got a debate here between the pair of you. So, so you don't. Tell us why you don't But believe it's right.
4: Because they don't eat the dinner. They don't eat dinner. I don't talk to the parents.
19: Yeah. Okay, now you think it is okay. Well, why oh. do you think it is okay?
27: It's educational. It's educational for the kids to watch the so, news.
19: So that they're never watching things like cartoons oh, yeah, and soaps and things them all like all that? the time. Home and Away, stuff like that. Neighbours. How can Home and Away and Neighbours be educational? Oh, well, to them
27: it is. It's different for kids. They understand about
19: What, Australian culture?
27: Oh, yeah, they do. The Australian culture's different, shows <laughs> Cartoons, they watch them all the time. <laughs>
6: Justin, there you go, boss. You are, wow, you've mm. you've peaked. Take you've got the rest of the week <laughs> off, mate. You Thank won't you. beat that. D- 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 home and away and neighbours are educational.
19: Australian culture because the kids they get it better than us, and they should be watching those soaps during dinner time.
6: Flipping heck!
19: Oh, wow. Flip. I'm, I'm speechless by that. Mm. I had to wait a while to get that. But, uh, yep. you know, most parents this morning said to me, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And then suddenly, OK, can, can we have a, a quick conversation? Or uh, Mike, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I mean, the majority of parents mm. I've spoken to this morning do allow their children well, to shocking. sit down shocking. and have dinner and watch TV.
7: You know why they don't want to talk? Because they know they're wrong.
6: Mm-hmm. And they, they, they can't string a sentence together for more than 30 seconds because they've lost the power of talking to a real person. And quite that's for possibly. this
7: chat. You know, we talk while the telly's on, yeah, it's all, oh, what's he been in? Yeah. Oh, that thingy from, uh, <laughs> We've
6: got that tea towel! We've got that tea towel! Go and get it! We've got that one!
19: Hey, oh, rewind.
7: I've missed it now, you've been talking.
19: Catherine, okay, mm. your children, they need to know about Australian culture this evening, yeah. okay? Forget this ban on TV. Let them watch Home and Away during dinner time, and just watch your children learn and grow as people. You
6: yeah. haven't got kids, have you just? No. Thanks very much indeed. <laughs> Uh, we're talking about, uh, we're going to reclassify, and we can do this, can be a campaign, and we can make this happen with the BBC. We're going to um, bring some sense back. I'm going to put the sense back into sense.
7: That reminds me, John
9: from Bedford rang to say you uh, were being very silly this morning. He wants you off. Oh, and someone else rang and said, Get this clown off the radio. Didn't I assume know. they meant you. <laughs> T- two, things, meant me.
6: two things, two okay. things. You didn't need to mention that on air, and you didn't need to mention it to me. Oh. But thanks, thanks anyway. Uh, we're going to sort out the classification. I'm going to put the class back into classification of fruit and vegetables. The what? The what? It, the would, classification. Work in, it would work in, in your accent. I'm going to put the class in classification of fruit and vegetables, our kid. <laughs> What's a vegetable? I don't know. I just saw it on uh, Home and Away.
7: Yeah, chew on your Greg's dummy and shut up.
6: <laughs> We're going to put the class back into classification of right. fruit and vegetables, okay? Right. So, tomato, no longer a fruit, it's a vegetable. Why? Because it's a ve- you have it in a salad.
9: Potato. Well,
6: it's a, ve- well, a vegetable. Do
9: you want to keep it a vegetable? Yeah, I don't
6: need to go through all of them, it's just the silly okay. ones. All right. And Len has sent in a stroppy text. Well, I'll sort Len out straight away. Ian, you can't reclassify a banana from a fruit to a vegetable as it's a herb. Yeah. Right. True. Well, okay. I don't want to reclassify it from a fruit to a vegetable because it's a fruit and it's not a herb. It's a banana. When has anyone have been um, like cooking something spicy? On have we got any um, banana I can sprinkle on this? It donna- unless it's a banoffee pie. It does So it's a banana. Is that one word? What?
7: Banana. Donnappen.
6: One at a time, yeah, Kelly.
9: Donappen. Banana.
6: I'm confused too. Ken.
9: Hey. <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> no, why, why are
6: you still on the phone, Ken? You're who's paying for this bill? <laughs> oh, he's been
9: on since half seven.
6: Ken, why is your phone sounding all echoey? Pick it up. Not messing about. Okay, what do you want? You're supposed to wash bananas. No, because banana you you, know, you don't wash bananas. why give me a banana and you ain't washed it. You're not supposed to wash a banana? What before I eat it? No, because it's in a skin. Oh well, so's a tomato? Well yeah, but you eat the tomato skin. If you're Why does this phone sound so absolutely bobbins? I can, I, I do apologise. Yesterday's show very, very poor. Today's show eh, not really, um, not really raised the standard too much. We'll sort out this reclassification of fruit and vegetables later on in the week. That's, that's going to be a goer. Don't worry about it.
7: No No You're putting no, the no class way.
6: into what? I'm putting the class into classification.
0: Ah,
6: oh. it's funny when people speak properly, isn't it? You've never heard it. What are you going to put, Kelly? You're going to put the Oh, for goodness sakes. Don't do not So, when's,
7: gonna, when's someone going to come on and speak properly?
6: It's oh, me. What oh, was that
7: you doing it
9: then? I'll do, I'll do it. I'll speak proper. What do you want me to say?
6: Um, who, that, who are those muppets that said they wanted this clown off?
9: I don't
7: know.
6: Let's call them Steve and Mark.
7: Tim's also saying it now. Well, well, what's Tim, who's you? Tim? What, Tim I'm who thinking. works here on
6: Jonathan's show?
7: Yeah, he hates you. That's so rude. No. How rude. He really hates you. Uh, well, I, I, I'm looking down the list of things that Tim sent, and he's generally quite angry about everything he listens okay. to.
6: Well, Nick says, I've never laughed as much yeah. along to your show as today. His interaction with callers and JVS about scales and tomatoes was brilliant. He's never laughed as much. Take that quote slightly out of context. Very sad life. He's never laughed as much as he has today. Oh. Well, that's happy. Well, that disproves proves it's the winning formula.
7: One out of how many people?
6: Oh, for goodness sake! <laughs>
4: very heavy on the M1, heading southbound between Junction 12 for Flittick and Junction 9 for Redbourne. In Dunstable, seeing delays on Luton Road at the Boscombe Road during Rotary, as the traffic lights aren't working at the moment there. Also on the M25, heading anti-clockwise seeing delays between Junction 20, Kings Langley, and Junction 12, the M3. Taking a look clockwise on the M25, very heavy at the moment between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield. Taking a look so far at the A1M, that's looking slow between Junction 9 for Letchworth and Junction Seven of Stevenage. Nicola Richards, BBC Three Counties Radio.
6: Nicola, thank you again. Apologies for anybody offended by the uh, coarse language in that travel bulletin. I, I, mean, I don't know what they teach these travel people these days. That's it. That's your lot. Ken, say goodbye. There we go. That's, that's Ken. He's sending it to Metal Mickey, of all people. JVS is up next. We'll be back tomorrow at six. We'll try and do a decent show for you tomorrow, but I cannot promise anything,
8: OK?
3: Local and vocal across beds,
5: hearts and bucks.
11: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Tuesday, it's nine o'clock. And on today's big phone-in... Are you pleased with the results of the European election?
8: Party leaders meet in Brussels this morning to discuss their response to the UK Independence Party's